0: Okay, I'm gonna start the show now. And it's two talk live! Good evening, everybody. It's Andrew Davis from Toon Talk Radio. You can catch us live and exclusive at www.toontalk.co.uk and you can also hear us on Google Play with Nova Radio as well. So you can get us on various ways. You can also call us the show to speak live to our guests. It's 0191 538 9781. Um, My co-commentator tonight, before I bring in our main guest, is Neil Mitchell calling from Dubai. Good evening, Neil. How are you?
1: I'm well, Andrew. How are you?
0: Not too bad, not too bad. Raising home be, as ever.
1: You've been at the Blue Smarties or
0: something? <laughs> <laughs> Just because I pressed a couple of buttons. You know what I mean? I a couple of buttons. Is that
1: it? Wait. <laughs> are you using toffee hammers for fingers or something? Jesus. I did,
0: press, I did press it twice, but it didn't work. And, and obviously, Neil lived in newcastle for a long time part of the newcastle fans forum when it when it started back in the day a long long oh, long, long time yes, so ago long. Like half
1: a lifetime ago yes <laughs> it's
0: always a good crack that isn't it but like uh, but we're going to bring in our main guest this evening and that's john richardson a sports correspondent, in support of two hopeless causes, Newcastle United and Chester FC. <laughs> he's been 30 years on national newspapers. Oh, well, hello. Uh,
2: and don't, tell every, don't tell everybody, don't tell
0: everybody. <laughs> he's a supporter of Bruce I've Springsteen. Yeah. The, <laughs> and the
2: real boss. The real
0: boss, exactly. And also um, a novelist, I would suggest, who wrote a book for Clay uh, McDermott.
2: I'd, well, yeah, that was interesting. Um, my liver just about survived, Andrew.
3: I <laughs> 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 still so, uh, got the book uh, in him.
2: You not? I have mean, not think Terry yet. <laughs> no, no, it was it was it was absolutely great fun because, as you can imagine, he's got so many stories to tell, and he's just absolutely fantastic company. You know, spent uh, very well many nights with him. Stayed over at his place. He made me very welcome, and. Uh, Although I say myself, I think he's done very well with the book. He's, he's remembered most things. Other, <laughs> other things he make me not. He, he doesn't want to remember him.
0: Just comes across as a nice fellow, doesn't he? You know, I mean, he's, to-
2: he's 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 a he's a top class bloke. I mean, his his two causes are uh, Liverpool and Newcastle. Of course, he's, he still loves Newcastle, still loves Liverpool equally. You know, you try and say, oh, come on, Terry, who do you really like? He likes them both, but mm-hmm. of course, one has more success than the other
0: yeah a bit like barry venison when he came on he, you know <laughs> you, so you you can never get out you can never get out of him, which for your legs, like, but it's obvious to me but uh yeah. it was interesting a, what trying to pry it out what,
2: what a top guy barry is isn't he Absolutely. oh
0: great <laughs> well he's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks as well so that's going to be that's going to be fun for everybody oh, but
3: so, oh, from California. California.
0: yeah he's great he's just, he just he goes to a neighbor's house and rings from his neighbor's house
3: oh. <laughs>
1: But a book up four charge, hours for that night, Jesus!
0: <laughs> I thought it was brilliant when he said that. on so for two hours is his nameless house making the call. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> he was the last time he was on, I and mean, he could have gone for four easily. Yeah, you know, I mean, he, he, he
2: took the, took the whole no, he, show.
1: Over. It was brilliant.
2: <laughs> brilliant. I, I w- but, funny enough, funny enough, I was in touch with him uh, a couple of months ago and suggested oh, yeah. he might do a book. He said, "You must be joking. I don't want the wife to read half of that."
0: <laughs> yeah, he was a bad boy in them days, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. The that, stories yeah. I heard. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the one thing actually I actually had an idea. I have a, I have some of them, but I don't understand why he's not pundit in some respects because he does coaching and stuff. But um, yeah, well,
2: the, he, he he walked away from it. I mean, mm-hmm. he told me he said t- that uh, he didn't like himself, basically um He thought he got to to. This is Barry being Barry, you know, because he was a, a major pundit, wasn't he, in this country? Brilliant, uh, you know, he was all over telly. Suddenly, he said, "I didn't like it. I didn't like myself. I thought I was getting too Billy big time." um So he just went away and went to California. And for the first few years, I don't think he watched a football match. He didn't get involved in football whatsoever. And just became, as he said, a beach bum, learning how to surf and things like that. It's, it's only in recent years that he's he's uh, got his appetite back for football. And as you know, he's he's now coaching again.
0: Yeah, manager of a of an Orange County team, I believe. Yeah. And then yeah. he left that. He left that. Um, do some girls, but um, I actually got involved with something uh, which he's actually just left as well. So um, he's always you know, leaving something. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he's a top guy, top guy.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. But, like, I was going obviously, we've got a lot to get through tonight. We've yeah. obviously talked mainly Newcastle United and a little bit of Sunday as well. But I I, I want to start with um, the issue of Maria Sharapova Yeah. Uh, it come, obviously it's come to my attention. I, you start watching it, it starts to get bigged up. Uh, what was your thoughts on it? Because um, Karen, Caroline Wozniacki who, you know, to me, would never win anything major oh. in her lifetime because she just hasn't got it. Some players have yeah. got it, some players haven't got it. Yeah. Um, she she needs somebody nasty in her corner, uh, really oh. nasty, to be able to push her to maybe do something. But she she made a comment about uh, Maria, Maria Sharapova, is basically a a, jug, a drugs cheat and there's no way around it. But um, oh. in, in, in regards to lots of things she's done, but <coughs> she got caught for the M- Malonian, I can't pronounce it properly, I'm sure Neil can, but... Oh. <laughs> Maloney Maloney and some of that and um, she was booked in uh, for the show courts on every Ooh. single appearance yeah and I uh, wasn't like, mentioned that uh, well it's not right that uh, somebody that has made a, um, a spectacle because you know has brought the game into disrepute but she's yeah. getting the show courts what do you tell me about what do you think on that I'll get to
2: well of course we are talking about the USA um, and, you know, they they want to sell tickets, whereas at Wimbledon, where she wouldn't have got a wild card, but she, you know, she got injured, so they didn't have to do anything. I mean, Wimbledon would, would not have allowed that to happen. But America's a different kettle of fish. Um, she's been allowed in on a wild card. Obviously, she's she'd been knocked out now. She You know, you just can't pick yourself up like that. She hasn't played enough games. But, yeah, it was wrong. I mean, she did get the show courts, the the Arthur Ashe uh, Stadium, Um, and so she was on them, you know, for her games. Not that they did any good because, you know, she's been knocked out. But, yeah, they did seem to bend over backwards to try and re-engage her. Uh, But, you know, not for me. I mean, okay, she served a ban, which is fair enough but like everybody else she'd have she should have had to go through the qualifying rounds you know to qualify for the actual tournament but uh, she was looked after um, and i think the usa were you know organizers were just looking at uh, dollars really because to be fair uh, women's tennis does lack i think uh, a lot of stars especially with serena now out at the moment while she has the baby or has had the baby um, so Shara Prover is one of the you know the great pulls, isn't she? So that, that's why that happened. But it was wrong. She she should have had to qualify.
1: Mm-hmm. Neil. Well, totally take on board everything Ruto says. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we've got she's got to be commended really in a way for having a heart condition that she's not been taking the medication for for ages and still managing to get through <laughs> the quarterfinals of the tournament. But, um, <laughs> it, it, the whole situation. Fas well, the whole Mentonian thing's fascinating, you know, because I think there was something like 124 positive sa- samples since the bandit and only four or five of them were from outside of the former Eastern Bloc and I think most of them bar a handful were from Russia and it was a drug manufactured in Russia for Russians it, 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 it's, it, it's quite positively part of a state Doberton process, which no, nobody seems to be quickly deny anymore. Mm. I think until we get to the stage where a ban is a ban is a ban, you've just got to say, you know, th- they've taken an opportunity to introduce somebody to a tournament, she's served that ban, but when you've got a guy winning gold medals in the athletics mm. who's served bans, when mm. you've got West Indian cricketers who served bans winning World mm. T20 tournaments, um, there's no consistency in doping bans across all sports. And a ban should be a ban for life. And, and that's the yeah. only way you're ever going to stop it. Um, I agree, and I agree it's, with
2: Neil, absolutely.
1: And, 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 it, and it's a bit of a mess. And, and Sharapova basically just didn't get the memo in time uh, to be able to get well, it she out. She tried to laugh it
0: off, didn't she? She basically
1: well, she she tried, tried to laugh it to. off. She tried to, because I suspect somebody in her team got it wrong. Got the half life of the drug wrong. Thought it would be out of the system perhaps by the time they've done it. We'll never really know. But at the end of the day, Mr. John Wright says she's big. You know, she's big box office draw. No matter what anybody says, in in the tournament where ticket sales are where it's at, she's always going to sell tickets. You probably even more so out of the pure curiosity of let's see how she performs after her drugs ban and see if she's any any good still. You know, and and so for it to actually you know, kick off by I think was it the number two seed she beat in the first mm. <laughs> first match? Mm. Um I mean that's making a statement, that. That's absolutely making a statement. And you've got to say fair play to her, but I mean she's she's won grand sam tournaments. Rightly or wrongly, pumped full of a hard drug for a hard condition she may or may never may or may not have had. Um but, you know, she she's got the temperament and the experience to do it and she's box office wherever she goes. So um <laughs> They're always going to do that in the States. I think that's, that's at the end of the day, is what it's, what it's always going to happen.
0: You know, the, the one thing I've... My pet peeve about her has always been the grunting. Now...
2: do yeah, you like a grunter?
0: I, well, in certain situations, yes, uh, <laughs> John. But... Bing! Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think... Um, the, the problem is, when she, as soon as she hits the ball, there's a massive noise... From the from her shouting screaming yeah. whatever the hell it
2: is, it is watching.
0: It's well, it, it is it's for me it's it's just gamesmanship. As well, soon as you hit that ball, the ball gets the other young lady who's hitting it back to her. But she's got to drown out this noise, and it's, it was getting louder and it was getting louder and getting louder. And you watch on TV, it's different on TV, I suppose, but it's so loud, and you can't, I can't believe. Like it wouldn't take much to shut her up, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, look, look, you done with this, man?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I, 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 I Where's Barry when you need him? I, I know where I know where you're going. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's not good. And let, let, let's be fair; they're exhaling air, aren't they? That's what it's all about. But you know, so does every other athlete. But they don't make that noise, you know. Thankfully on the tennis circuit there's not t- too many screamers at the moment. Um it, it seems to be you know, seems to uh be you know, seems to have gone now for from most of the players, but you know, Sharapova still does it of course.
3: Yeah
2: make, p- her
1: in- make her inhale helium before every run. <laughs> <laughs> turn it the <laughs> up. The
2: thing is of comedy. course she, she, she she's now thirty, so she's not gonna be mm. along, you know, around for much longer is she? Mm. You no, know, maybe a couple of years. So the, maybe well, the girls
0: will stop. I think in a couple of months you have to wonder what's going to happen because she, she'll obviously get more fitter, and that's the problem, isn't it? The, the cheats oh, that true. prosper, the cheats she's that win.
2: Up.
0: She's a top player. Yes, top player. She's not going to stop. Isn't she? I'm sure she'll no. want to win something before before she hangs it up yeah. because yeah. she's got all her business interests. But but anyway, we'll leave that one alone. For, we've spent enough time talking about it. But like. Um, so I tell think me,
2: we'd be talking about swimming, tennis,
0: players. <laughs> I like to like to mix it up sometimes, you know. For Andy Kerr and being sports until he h- until he hires me and Neil, but like, um, <laughs> but like, uh, so obviously, with New- well, a big week for Newcastle was the transfer window. Um, yeah, he did, brought, did it did happen. Did it, it? Yeah, it did happen. Um, and the, I, think it did. For, I think, for think everybody, it was diabolical on lots of it's levels. Shocking.
2: Lo- Absolutely uh, shocking.
0: I think um, I think because they kept on thinking, oh, we're going to get rid of these players, Uh, we're going to bring players in. It's going to be two or three. Then you think, oh god, just one will do. And then what I, you know, there's a lot of excuses, and I I can't remember the the guy who's um, essentially trying to sell Newcastle and trying to get investment.
2: Justin Justin Barnes, is it? Justin
0: Barnes, yeah, that's him. Well, Justin Barnes, how is I, you know better than me I think but how can Justin Barnes be essentially because it comes across oh. that way he's in charge of Newcastle United yeah you've got Rafa Benitez you've got um, uh, 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 Dixon I believe his name is uh, who's in, in charge of also in charge of recruitment yeah. you've got Lee Charnley yeah how can these guys do it's their job
2: a disaster Yeah. How,
0: how, how well, is this happening, and how is he feeling? Well,
2: well, well. The thing is, I, I, and I think you know, people should start looking at this, Justin Barnes, because he his, you know, his presence has, has risen at Saint James's Park remarkably, because as you said, Andrew, you know, he's the man who's been brought in by Mike Astley to, to basically, um, set up a sale. So when you set up a sale, you don't go spending money nilly, do you? Oh. So I'm afraid his power is increasing and he's known because uh, he's a lawyer as well um and he's been involved with mike ashley with sports direct for a number of years and he's known in the business as a tough negotiator which is, could be fine for sports direct mm-hmm. but what's been happening is uh rafa benitez to my knowledge has been setting up the deals you know um speaking to people and saying yeah we can get him for i don't know 10 million or 15 million and his wages will be this, 60,000 a week. So uh, Lee Charlie goes to Justin Barnes and Justin Barnes says, oh, no, no, we can't do that. Can we knock off a bit off that? And at times you're just talking about a few pounds, but it means a difference, you know. Oh, we can't pay that agents, but I'm afraid all agents get paid. I don't like the fact that agents are creaming things, you know, uh, transfers, but that's, that's the way of the world now. You've got to join in there and I'm afraid you've got to play their game. Now, he got um, uh, Justin Barnes saying, no, we're not doing that. Uh, Say an agent wants 500,000 pounds, give him 250,000 pounds. So the agent says, no, I'm not having that. So I'll take my player elsewhere. And this is what's been happening all the time. Over a number of transfers, they've all fallen down at at the 11th hour. Rafa, on a number of occasions, has thought that transfers are past the post. You know, he's left them with Lee Charlie saying, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be done. He finds out the next day it's 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 all hit the buffers and the reason being is that you know the cheap, the hard nosed negotiator has wrecked the deal basically and the man at the helm Mike Ashley as we, we know isn't bothered he's, he's he's not bothered who his manager is he, he's not bothered you know as long as they stay in the Premier League the only time Mike Ashley will be bothered and this will never happen is when nobody turns up at St James's Park. In disgust, when nobody comes in, nobody pays any money. That's the only time things will change. I'm afraid, you know, the Newcastle fans both of you, they are not going to do that. They're going to turn up.
1: I, f- I think the, the problem with that, however, John. To be f- to be fair, now the way the weight of the, the the money goes in football with this new television deal, it doesn't really matter that much whether people turn up or not.
3: No, true. It's not
1: actually. Very, very that true. You know, hurtful. It's not like we're Arsenal who are doing a million and, a million a, a game day. That's their their yeah. average income on a game day. We're not we're nowhere yeah. near that. Yeah. We,
2: couldn't it agree. Couldn't agree more more it,
1: more. it Doesn't hurt Ashley as much if people don't turn up, which is part of the frustration. Where does everybody go from here? That
2: the only thing is on that. And I, and so, sorry to interrupt you. I, oh, I agree one hundred percent with you, Neil. The only thing is the TV companies would not like. They don't like to see empty stands. Mm-hmm. You know, that, right. that, that that sort of sours the product. But yeah, I agree 100% with you that, that, you know, the money from the fans doesn't really matter now, but the fans turning up, I think, still does. But, you know, sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt you, but yeah, that, yeah I, I agree with that. Yeah. I
0: think, uh, I think that it would, I was just about to say myself. If if there's like less than 10,000, less than 15,000, the problem you've got It would affect, you know. He probably that would be the only thing that would probably make him sit up and take notice is the fact that people didn't turn up and how he how his brand looks. Mm. Now, Mm. to me, it stinks to high heaven the fact that they didn't spend any money. To me, I don't know. Well, no, none of us know, do we? But a deal must be close somewhere along the line, because he's always said in that in that really bad interview that he gave to. His fellow client, and David Craig, uh, which which was probably awful interview. That you know yeah. how David Craig can sit there and actually do that interview.
2: No, no. The, the 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 only thing is though. The only thing I've got <laughs> I've got to defend a, a fellow journalist here because mm-hmm. you know I think David Craig is, is is a good good operator. Now all of us, all the journalists, would have loved a sit down with Mike mm-hmm. Astley, you know. So all right, sometimes you know you got to. Can't be too hard on them because you're not going to get what you. But, but at least he got the interview. At least he got the interview. So, okay, you might not like the way the interview came over, but you, you've, you've got to give the organisation credit for actually getting it. I, I mean, I wish I had the interview.
0: I think the the, the one thing it stunk is that he asked questions. That it's it's okay. He's, he's the thing is, John. He's done it before. He's had him. It's not like it's um, you know, it's a work exclusive. Because he's, he's spoke to me before and every single question it's it's a softball question. He doesn't ask him essentially any questions. I think he got lucky when he talked about Keegan he talked oh, about Alan. That was, that was um,
2: good stuff. That was yeah, good it was stuff. good
0: stuff on that side of it. But I think, you know, it, yeah, it's funny, when, you know, I watched him on Sky when he's asked questions on his business. Or when he's asked yeah. questions uh, in the parliament, whatever it is, right? Now, that to me is more important because you get him where he wants to talk. He does say things that he doesn't really, you know. It, it comes out of him like a river.
3: Mm.
0: So for any any journalist, like if if David Crick had any gumption, he would have had him there for an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes, and he just let him talk, talk about this, that, and the other. Uh, and it, I think in that interview, he didn't once talk about Rafa Benitez, did he? I can't. I don't think he did.
2: Mm. Yeah, he did. He, he went on about the, the money, that he
1: couldn't give the, the right money to Rafa. And there's just the know, thing... He claims that he couldn't compete with the country, but I mean, yeah, that, that's yeah. Yeah. never what we expect and never or not what we as a fan base would be asking, which is it's sort of a, a nonsense statement. We know he couldn't compete with the sovereign wealth fund of a, of, a, of, a, of a Gulf state. Why the hell would we expect that? Yeah. Would, yeah. I would like him to take maybe challenge Watford and Portsmouth. Sort of Watford and Southampton, sorry. Mm. You know, I, I'd maybe like him to spend a bit like Huddersfield and Brighton who've come up. Um, mm. And I'm not well, even expecting yeah. to spend masses more than them. Just similar, you know. The three, um, of,
2: the three of us here know that life. We, we'll be having this conversation in three years' time. <laughs> uh, it won't change until Mike Ashley sells. It, it just won't change. It, it's, it's not going to. We're going to be a yo-yo club, you know. Hopefully, they'll stay up this season. Um, if they go down, they'll probably come back up again. But you don't want that. We we want to be challenging, you know, not not so much for the title. That's not going to happen. But we should be t- challenging to get in the top ten and winning a cup. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, I thought Rafa Rafa let himself down. I'm a as you know, I'm a huge Rafa Benitez fan, but I, I did think he fouled up for the uh, the League Cup, you know, with the, the side he selected, because you know Newcastle are not going to win the league; they're not going to do that well in the league. But there's still a chance of winning the cup, and you know, that, the fans would love that. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that one. I must say, I because what's been happening with the club, I, I must say, I was, I was I wasn't even bothered to be honest with you because. You know, I think when it comes to when it comes to Nashley when it comes to everything that's happened behind him, you def there's definitely a an element out there of certain people that I know of that think you know Rafa is bent, which I have heard from a well, well I can't say it is but um but you know they they the, they're calling them names pretty strong words behind his back. And this is people that you know reckon. They've got you know access to to what's going on in Stevenage Park, so that this is the problem, isn't it? But when when it comes to the players that he had lined up, I, I think I saw you mention a couple of players. But what what players in general did he do you know that he had lined up? Because some of them were very yeah, interesting. Look,
2: well, they had loads lined up. I mean, mm. you know, I mean, he, like Alex, uh, no, I was going to say Alex Ferguson, uh, like at Manchester United, he had one, two, three, and four. You know, first choice, second choice, third choice, fourth choice. Mm. Never even got the full choice in in many cases, you know. I mean, he he did he he did go for top players. He thought he could get Daniel Sturridge because he thought Liverpool were going to sell. Now, obviously, he's got contacts at Liverpool, mm-hmm. uh, and Daniel Sturridge has surprised everybody by actually staying at Liverpool and look like he's going to do, yeah, do well. Amazing. But but at the time when Raffle Raffle started this back in March, April, May, it looked like Daniel Sturridge would be, you know. Jürgen Klopp will let him go because was fed up with him with, with his, all his injuries. Now, Rafa, I know, uh, was told, yeah, Daniel Sturridge would come to Newcastle if Liverpool sell. Now, that didn't happen, um, mm. but he, that, that, those are the sort of players he was looking at. He, was, he wasn't looking at Southampton's third-choice left-back you know, on, on, <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. On, on transfer on deadline him. day. He, 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 he wanted Perez at, from Arsenal. He, he looked at Slomani at Leicester, mm. um, Janssen at Tottenham. You know, pl- players that he thought he could get, but he he had the wall pulled over his eyes because Mike Ashley had told him, "Yeah, you can have you know the, the money that we're going to generate. You can have that." So he thought he was in a different league that he's going to be able to spend. was going to have to spend thirty or forty million on one player. You know, but obviously he was in cloud cuckoo land because that was going to happen. So, in the end, I, I can tell you that the, the Willie Caballero story this is 100% mm-hmm. right. Um, he lined up Caballero, where I've seen at City, Man City, and he's a decent keeper. um And what happened was obviously it was a free transfer. um He arranged the wages £40,000 a week. Uh, that was all agreed. Um, he left that in Lee Charley's hands. The next thing he knows, he gets a phone call to say Willie Caballero is on his way to Chelsea. Well, what's going on here? Oh, there's been uh, word from Mike Ashley to Rafa, you've got too many goalkeepers already, get rid of those goalkeepers, then you can go and get another goalkeeper. So Rafa turns around and says, look, I will get rid of them, but Caballero is available now, I can't wait any longer. So cut long story short, Caballero goes to Chelsea and actually signs for seventy thousand a week. But he was he was prepared to join Newcastle on forty thousand a week. Oof. So I mean, there's the frustration. Yes, he did have a load of goalkeepers, but Raf it's better to get somebody in and then get rid of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's available at the time. So I can tell you loads of stories like that. That they're all frustrating you know, the stories. I mean, if Raf I can tell you now both. Well, lads. I mean, if Rafa had got the players he wanted, we'd be looking, I think, at a top ten finish.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's I that's think. That's the
1: second time I've heard similar, and certainly the second time, almost word for word, what I've been told about Willie Cabrero as well. And and so, it, 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 there's certainly something amiss and something afoot. Um, this fix act is certainly in a fix. Something we well, yeah. quite what? Who knows at the minute? It's 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 all quite.
4: Looks well, like the strange. club's been sabotaged.
1: Yeah, and why would you sabotage your biggest investment? Why would you sabotage? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You'd think you'd learned. He's, we've had what five relegations in our history. Two of them under Mike Ashley. Yeah. You'd you'd think that would be a message to him. It's cost he's cost himself. God knows how much. What thick end of a hundred million pounds with two relegations? Would you say? Yeah, um, yeah. That's been generous, Where's, all, where's
0: all the money going? Like, if if we haven't if if we, we have even touched the the money from the championship. Now, where is this money? Because if we're making a profit by selling players, like we obviously we've done well selling so some some players, but the, there's so much money in Newcastle United and he keeps on going on about the fact that we have not we're not of that big a stature of club well if if you're looking for investment you would want to go to the big boys i'm not going to say nike but you you're going to you could you know, look at my united that they've got so many sponsorships. we're not we're, oh. we're nowhere near their level but look at the guys that and and i and i do think that the self sabotage sabotage a bit is there because he must think, well, if I get more investment um, that more names involved in Newcastle, that stops his brand from, because uh, he wants his brand out there, tw- you know, 90 minutes, doesn't he? So um, he must, that's, that's the way he's thinking about it, but why do I get more brands, more clicks, more thingy, if I bring in more investment? So for him to go on TV and say, listen, I'm, or to make it known that he's willing to sell or investment... He must be looking to sell Newcastle because he absolutely hates being involved in Newcastle. Like, hey,
2: he yeah, he well, is spot on, He's spot on. He is looking to sell Newcastle. He's told somebody that I know very well he's lost interest in football. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's been like that, hasn't he, over the ten years. he, mm-hmm. you know, he, he sort of disappears and he comes back and disappears again. Well, at the moment, he, 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 he's just been knocked sideways by what he, he thinks is the madness of the foot, you know, the transfer window. You know, clubs paying—well, there are stupid fees, but you know, if you, you, you can't beat them, you've got to join them. Yeah. Um, so he's lost interest basically, and he wants to sell the club. Um, but as you both say, what's the point of selling a club that could be going into the championship? You're going to get less money for it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He's had, you know, he's had two. We've had two relegations on his watch anyway, so yeah. it's not like it's. It's not like, you know, as a bit. If you look at the 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 bare bare bones of Newcastle United, you know, all, all they want is one man, and that's Rafa Benitez, because this is the thing, isn't it, John and, and Neil? Will talk about this in a second, but he's basically there's one. Well, one phone call away from Armageddon.
2: again. We are. We are. I mean, it will happen. It will happen because I know Rafa is completely fed up. The only, well, there's two reasons he's still there. One is the fans. You know, he loves the fans, uh, as they do him. You know, it's a great rapport. Even, you know, I've covered Liverpool, obviously, over the years. And mm. it's even stronger than Liverpool, you know, at its at its height. You know, even though raffle won the Champions League with Liverpool. He loves the fans. And also, there's this clause in his contract, which, you know, has been well written about, that he has to pay a year's money if he walks mm. out. Well... Nobody wants to do that, but what will happen is that a club will come along and you know just say, "All right, we'll look after that for you. Uh, you come and join us, Rafa." I'm afraid Rafa will go. Mm.
0: Well, obviously, I know um, Pete Graves uh, mentioned it on his, his Facebook page and on Twitter that um, West Ham United or uh, mm. the club that are very interested in Rafa yeah. and. Um, he mentioned the break clause, I must say, I don't, know about, I don't know about you, I, I never knew about the break clause. Neil, did you, you probably, had you, you I must... L-
2: I wrote about it two months ago,
0: Andrew. You, you oh, you did? Keep up.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> man. hey <laughs> man, hey, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, Neil, did you, did it you, it did, it you, it did it you know it about it the break clause that <laughs> Mr, that John reckons he said months ago? And I will. Look at your tweets from... I actually always check oh, your no, tweets. Oh, no, no,
2: it, it was in the Sunday minute. It was in the Sunday minute. Oh, no, that, no, hello. It is, it, is, it is 100% right. It is 100%.
0: Right. It is. Oh, yeah, well, it's been it's confirmed now, isn't it? So. Oh, um, that's all right
3: then. Great. <laughs> <laughs> i got one right.
0: <laughs> but, like, did... did, did oh, Neil, did you know about the break close Yeah. <laughs> well, like yeah. lion yeah. sucker. <laughs> it, it,
1: it, Andrew, man, these these things get around, and the, the trouble is, is that, that often in what sl- slips out is there's half truths and things. You take everything you hear with grains of salt, until you start to hear the same thing repeatedly in different places. Then you start to think, well, okay, there's something in this. But the, the, there's al- always, but the, there's always things like break clauses and certain contracts mm. these days. This 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 is it protects both parties. That's yeah, that's yeah. They're, they're normal. They're, they're not unusual in any way, shape or form. You'll find them all over the place now and that's, that's that is the way it is. As as football becomes this exceptionally monetised business, I would be amazed. Absolutely amazed if there's no break clauses all over the place.
2: Mm. The only difference is of course the three of us couldn't afford five minutes pay doing that, could we? Do we
0: actually know what figure he's putting on Newcastle? Do we actually know yeah. um Behind the yeah, scenes, yeah. I keep on hearing, I keep on hearing, four hundred and fifty, which is completely
1: nuts. But is that, you're not is
2: far that? out. You're not. You're
1: not far. Out. Not far out. Come on, out. Out. look, Andrew. I'd, I'd,
2: I'd, I'd say about four hundred. Yeah,
1: yeah, I
0: can believe that. Andrew,
1: yeah. we, we've talked, we've talked about yeah. it, um, certainly behind, you know, off air, and, and mm. I'm sure I've, chucked this, tale out about the, the proposed buyer the meeting at Russell Square um, mm-hmm. where the fee had been agreed at 300 million and the minute the guy walked in the room it had gone up to 400 million mm-hmm. and that's a very typical Ashley tactic and mm-hmm. and and I think this is the he wants what is not the market value we're not as attractive as a business as people may think and there's a lot of red herrings out there about what does and doesn't make the club attractive and we was certainly not attractive with at four hundred million, even with the silly money that's bouncing around football at the moment we're just not if you look at the comparable sales to Southampton and Everton two relatively stable clubs by comparison and you know okay um, one one has a has a productive academy in a in a good ground set up but not a great ground set up. The other one has a good off-field structure, but an old age and ground that needs replaced, both of which sort of valued in and around, um, you know, the 200 $250 million mark. And yet Ashley's wanting 400. He wants a silly price. You've got to remember how he bought it, how he's carved the businesses up in many, many ways. So what he sells is not what he bought. And he's asking for a hell of a bump up in terms of, what's in the value in that thing that he's selling. The, and, and also, we've got to be aware of what is he going to want to have his tendrils in for many years to come. Is he, is he going to want a sports direct supply deal like he has with Rangers, for example, where Rangers get something like five pence for every shirt they sell? Um, I know I'm exaggerating there, but it's not bloody far off. Mm-hmm. And there's all those things tied in these deals. This is what makes dealing with them so complicated. And well, so while, yeah,
2: he's
1: yeah. Sorry, no. rattle, uh, while he's rattling around, and the figure that's still being bandied around is the 400 million mark, and I've got no reason to disbelieve that that's what in his mind he wants, there's not even a lunatic Chini- Chinaman like Tony, Dr. Tony Zier at Aston Villa is going to pay that amount of money for Newcastle United, because we ain't worth it.
3: The problem is, the
2: problem is, and, you know, uh, Newcastle fans have a at me over this, but, you know, I'm, you know, my love of Newcastle, I love the North East. Trouble is, it's in the North East, and it's harder to sell. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, foreign investors look at London first, yes. and then Manchester, and then Liverpool, and to, after that, they're not really bothered. You know, you talk to them, because I've, I've, I've been involved in this, I've talked to people, you know, because I know somebody who was trying to buy uh, a North West club. And I said, well, you know, Newcastle's up there. It's a fantastic club. Gets 52,000 there every week. Oh, yeah, but it's in the North East. And well, what can we do up there? Now, until you take somebody up to the North East and they fall in yeah. love with it, and it's the best, Northumber's the best mm-hmm. county in the country and all that, and Newcastle's a thriving city. But for somebody that hasn't been, they, they, they just think, no, 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 thank you. And that, that's the problem, you know, my has got.
0: Yeah, I think when it comes to the the problem is always going to be if he if he what what figure he wants. Now, to me, if he if he if he puts it in if he puts in if he puts in somebody else's hands to sell it, maybe we can get away from him interfering. But if somebody comes in, if he's given if if this Mister Barnes is to say good at his job, right, he won't have to. All left to do with uh, Ashley is to say, okay, well, I spoke to this guy. It's this amount of money. You know, if he's any yeah. good, right? Because he's any good. We're not, nobody's actually saying he's any good. So um, even to get, you know, he's he's got some of it, right? by I think, oh, we've got we've got the Chinese in. It's not a, it's not a leap of faith to think, well, okay, we've got them to do the shirt, a little bit of sponsoring, you know. But you know, I think with Newcastle, we need we need somebody. That you know has got the best interest because you know it's not a it's not a uh, it's not for me when you look at it about uh, maybe going to another another stadium you know that's you've got to have a forward thinking person to think okay well yeah I can I can I'm, I can make money where I am currently or I can build my own stadium and do whatever I want to do and get more fans in there make it more of a um, like a bit more of a Man City thing you know get concerts cool. in there. Um, you know, you could put a lot of things into one place, can't you? But it's it's the big thinkers, I think, because we're dealing with an offer daily of uh, in in when it comes to in sport sporting wise across the board. It's interesting to me. He he seems to have a, a nose when it comes to you know uh, buying Debenhams or maybe even when he was interested in my previous company, Austin Reed. He seems to have a, a, a nose for that. But a, a person to me can be a novice, but then become a genius with who you, supply, who, who you surround yourself with.
2: Well, you've, now, you've, 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 you've hit the nail on the head. He, he surrounds himself with the wrong people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, no, he could have easily go got David... <laughs> <laughs> Look,
2: he, he, I, he, he, I'm afraid. <laughs> I've been told that even if somebody came in with £400 million, if he, if he didn't like them you know if, if he met them and didn't like him he'd call the deal off that, that's my Ashley yeah he's he's a one off
3: yeah.
0: I'm going to I'm going to say Johnny you're, you're okay to stay on I've got Steve Steve Wraith yeah, uh,
2: coming yeah, on another, the show another, as well another close of an hour yeah I'm alright hi lad hi, good lad. evening how are you Steve I'm very
0: how are good? you yes. I'm,
2: not,
5: I'm not bad at all the Arthur Daly the Arthur <laughs> daily of football what a great what a great description Andrew very apt <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he is
0: he is he's like you know, it's, everything about him is like, well, Lord, you know, something to, something for everybody. I
2: think he's got a bit more money than Arthur daily, right? Yeah, he has. I'm just glad he wasn't talking about me.
0: <laughs> don't worry, I'll get you, don't worry, Sunbeam. I'll get you, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just thinking, I'm thinking of a word right now, actually. But anyway. Yeah, I uh, bet you are. <laughs> you better, not, you better Mr. To
6: Fixer.
2: Be <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, if anybody could get people together to sell Newcastle United, probably Steve's probably the one. Yeah, absolutely. That's got I can't <laughs> agree
5: with that.
0: <laughs> you know, well, he just—he doesn't believe it though. That's the thing about Steve, Wraith He—he he does all this, right? But he doesn't, you know, to go at that extra level of, you know, be, of pushing it to the glass ceiling. He hasn't got it in him. That's why I—that's why I'm the thinker, <laughs> you see. Uh, Anyway, Steve, (laughs)
2: he's (laughs) (laughs) organised some. He's he's organised some great things. Well done. Oh
0: yeah, he's doing well.
3: Thanks thanks very much. (laughs) (laughs) So tell (laughs) me,
0: you saw the 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 transfer window, where I I think the Land exploded in complete utter. I don't think anybody could quite believe it, but uh, what was your take on it? Because we're uh,
5: we're obviously that far north, that the transfer window was actually shut because it was covered in ice. <laughs> um I mean, after the initial after i can't really Game of thrones. Call it a, I can't really call it a, th- a- flurry can I but i mean you know th- there was some business done i mean you know on on the positive side, you know Rafa did his his utmost and his best to at least manage to bring in you know oh. uh, quality as best he could on a on a on a virtually zero budget uh, you know, it was you know the last time I was on we were talking about surely, surely we're not going to go through this again, and you know he's not going to be left with egg on his face. But we just watched the Mike Ashley interview where he, he essentially apologised to everyone who we would upset in the last ten years, and then you know he repeats his mistake with with, with the current incumbent in the manager's position. So, I, you know, I, I I've watched that interview a couple of times. Um, you know, since we last spoke, and you know, you, you always try to analyse, you always try to dissect what Mike Ashley says, and the more and more I watch it, I, I do believe that it it was what I said originally, which is just a it's a big advert to say, look, I'm willing to sell this football club, come and get it. Mm-hmm. Now, you mm-hmm. know, just listening to you know, obviously the comments made just before I came on there, that you know, Mike Ashley is the kind of person who, you know, if he you know, you he could, he could go halfway down the road with you. To you know, lead you up the garden path to say that he wants to sell the football club, and then just because he maybe doesn't like the person that's involved or he doesn't like the way that you've you've you know you've combed your hair on that particular morning, mm-hmm. then you know he, he can just pull the carpet from under you and say, oh look, I can't be bothered to do it. I've had this conversation today with somebody, you know, where uh, you know the the rumours are a, a, are abound of a potential takeover again, mm-hmm. and that you know yeah. maybe it might actually mm-hmm. set the wheels in motion for a sale, okay. but you know essentially. He might wake up tomorrow morning and decide, well, well, actually, no, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying being in charge of a football club, and I, I I do enjoy this. And you know, ultimately, what it comes down to is, is you know, does he think he's exhausted the channels that he can he can use our football club to promote his sports brand globally? And that's the bottom line. Does he think he's exhausted those particular avenues? Does he think it's, you know, he's got to wait up? Is it is it worth the hassle and? You know the fact that he has to, you know, the the phone calls about in Newcastle United that he will inevitably get from Lee Charney at some point. You know, is it coming? Is it becoming a vexation to his spirit? Is it something which is starting to annoy him? Or, yeah, is it still financially making him something, and he feels that it's worth it's worth sticking with? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that's that's the bottom line. And you know, he may well wake up to, you know, he may well wake up tomorrow morning and say, yeah, I, I do want to sell it. And, I've heard the same rumours as most people, you know, that he's he has set the wheels in motion for, for people to test the water to see whether the club is, um, you know, is, is worth more money than it was the last time he tried to sell it. I believe the, the club has always been up for sale, by the way, but I think he's actively trying to probably push it out there now to try and get rid of it. And if he gets the money that he wants for it, and of course, it is the, you know, there's the big question mark hanging over it, how much he actually wants. um, You know, if he gets the money, then... It means that we will have some fairly, you know, rich and influential new mm-hmm. owners in charge of St James's Park in the near future. But it's a big if at the minute because you know he may well wake up tomorrow morning and decide mm-hmm. if he wants to stay as the owner.
1: If if worldwide uh, exposure has anything uh, any barometer, he's just opened another store here in Dubai, by the way. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The,
1: there's a Sports Direct opened up in Virginian Centre. Um, and ironically, you can't buy a Newcastle shirt in it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I mean, it's,
5: you know, the transfer window, Andrew, you know, the transfer window is, you know... It wasn't a complete disaster in the sense that, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't go into it not sign anybody. Um, we, we again saw Rafa and his team manage to pull off some miracles by offloading some of the worst players, you know, that were brought in in recent times. And, and then unbelievably, unbelievably, in next spell, we found out how much they were getting paid. Um, Riviera, really, yeah, you know, forty to forty-five thousand pound a week. I mean, that's just ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, but you know, these these players have now been offloaded. And unfortunately, you know, we haven't managed to bring in a recognised left back. Sui- you know, suicidal in the Premier League not having a recognised left back. But that's something that Rafa's going to have to deal with. He's going to have to, he's already tried to, you know, he'd already tried with Kieran Clark in there, who looks great in there, but looks a much more accomplished centre half. Now he's decided to try and there, who by all accounts he wanted shipped out of the club last year because the guy still can't speak English. And oh, he's, he's essentially, you know, we- he's, essentially, he's essentially, put him at left back. Now he did okay. He did okay at yeah. Huddersfield. Did all right against West Ham. Is he going to get man of the match against Manchester City at the Etihad? Uh, you know, <laughs> of course he's not. He's going to get, you know, he's going to get a new he's backside torn out humanized. for him. He yeah, but he, but this is this is it. You know, we're we're going into it. Rafa now has probably got that, you know, he's probably got the tin hat on and he's ready. He's ready to go. He's had his moan. He's had his say. He knows he can't trust. You can't trust Mike Ashley and Lee Charnley anymore, so now he'll just crack on and do what he's got to do, and that will be grind out results. He'll get points, he'll get points on the board. He's already got his first three, um, and Newcastle United. As long as we get that little bit of luck, which you need, of course, um, with injuries and suspensions. Um, the least we we'll say about Mitrovic and uh, John Joe, the better. But you know, as long as we get that little bit of luck, I can't see Newcastle going down this year. I really don't think they'll go down, but we'll get to January. And if Mike Ashley's still in charge And um, we are in a perilous position I expect him to get the cheque to go
0: John?
2: Well, you mentioned Mitrovic <laughs> My mate um, As you know, Raffersby You know, he, he actually can't stand him He thinks he's an idiot And he proved it again last weekend You know, I mean, he's been trying to sell this bloke But you know what Newcastle want? Newcastle insisting they want £20 million for him I'm not going to get £20 million. You know, so things like that are frustrating him. He, he'd have let Mitrovic go for about eight, nine or ten. And there were takers for that. And then he could have brought somebody else in. But no, you know, the, the powers that be says, we won't take a penny less than 20 million. So it hasn't happened. And what do we get? You know, the lad's only on for 15 minutes. And he, you know, he, he banjos something. And he's, off, he's out for three games. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. That's why he can't trust him. And then he, he wants to, to send out Freddie, Freddie Woodman on loan, right? Mm. To, for the lad to have more experience. Newcastle demand a loan fee. Rafa says, well, just let him go. We just want to let him go, get some first-team games somewhere, you know, get more experience. I like him as a player. He's going to be a good player. But nobody wanted to pay the loan fee that Newcastle suddenly wanted. You know, so... Rafa is not managing it. It's, it's been managed from the boardroom, and he's growing more and more frustrated. <laughs> I
0: kind of. The the problem is that you got Southampton. It sounded like they tried to change the deal for their left back. That's what it seemed yeah. to suggest. So I can understand them thinking, well, okay, if they want a goalkeeper, why don't they pay a fee for him? If if they, if Southampton are asking a fee, but it, to me it's too it's too different spheres of leagues if if he's going to go to league one he's going to go to championship they haven't got well most of them got the money so but
3: but
2: rafa wanted would not to get first team experience Experience, that would benefit him and newcastle united Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it was virtually Mm -hmm. blocked by this stupid loan fee i think the loan fee is about a million pounds
5: john John, is you're fully aware you know these deals you know like i said on the last show you know tammy abraham's yeah. Um, in particular, deal was done, you know, as far as far back as right at the end of last season. You know, it was a walk in. It was done. That's the deal right, was Steve. done. Right. And, and, and and you know, has been you know, Rafa has been as honest as he can be in his interviews. You know, they have been completely left down and, you know, by Charnley and by Mike Ashley and you know, and, and that's the bottom line. You know, Rafa isn't in charge. They say he is because it makes good, you know, it, it sounds good. It makes, you know, what what do those fans want? Oh, they want Rafa to be in charge. Well, we just say Rafa's in charge. But we all know who's in charge. Mike Ashley's the man who, who essentially employed Lee Charnley to, to run the books, to to balance yeah. the books and, and to do what he wants. And, you know, I, you know I, I go through this. I've mentioned it time and time again. I met Mike Ashley, you know, at the promotion party in 2009, two thousand and ten season and had that ten minute conversation with him and he made it quite clear when Lambias was in Bleach in, in, in Only's position that, you know, he comes in at the start of the season, he looks at the balance, he looks at the books, um, he makes his decisions and then he goes away. And then he comes yeah. back at the end of the season, he sees where where where's made money, he sees what's lost money, and then he says Sort that out, sort that out, and he goes off. It's a it's a business to him. It's just a business, you know. Spot it's not on, even called on. a football. It's not even called a football club on the paper now. If you get a, if you get an official letter from Newcastle United Football Club, look at it closely. It doesn't actually say it next to the club emblem anymore. Newcastle United mm. Football Club. It says Newcastle United Company, Football mm. Company. That's what they it says You can't even afford the to put a stamp on it. <laughs> It's embarrassing, it's embarrassing, and you know what the biggest shame is, that if we don't get a new owner and Mike Ashley does do what he's, you know, it was a hidden threat in his interview where he said, I think Newcastle United fans and I might have to get used to being together a little longer yet, you know, that, that, that's setting a chill down my spine, but the, biggest, the biggest sadness is that we'll lose Rafa Benitez, eventually he'll go, you know, I'm not saying he's going to go now, but I'm saying it's a little bit further down the road, you know, the when, first you decent know.
2: offer, Steve, that he has, yeah.
5: he'll be gone. He'll be gone. Yeah, and that's and a- that's the biggest crime. That's the biggest Absolutely. crime for me. Absolutely. Because f- with all the love in the world and, and all my you know you know all the thanks in the world to Kevin Keegan for everything he did as a player and as a manager, you know Kevin Keegan kind of told a light to Rafa Benitez as a manager because yeah, okay. he's been there, yeah. he's done it, and he's got yeah. the t-shirt. Yeah. He's yeah. won the Champions yeah. League. He's won mm-hmm. trophies. He's won trophies in other countries. He understands the game. He's a, he loves. You know, I've, I've been lucky and privileged enough to meet him four or five times after games in his office. He loves. He loves the. He loves the game. He talks about it like you and I talk about it, Andrew, like me and John would talk about it seeing each other. And it, it, he just loves the game. He infuses about the game. And, and he wants to know your opinion. You know what I mean? You'll yep. give him... Yeah. You give, him, right. you'll give him, he, he, It's bizarre to be in his <laughs> company And him no ask well, you what, what, he, what you thought about the game because I'm like, that's
2: well, who am I to tell I, you? <laughs> well, at, well at Liverpool At Liverpool Obviously I knew him Well at Liverpool And uh, you know The press conference Will be on a Friday And he does this now In the North East With the North East lads And he says Right put the uh, Put the dictaphones Or tape records As they were Then away And uh, he talk, as Steve says For about half an hour Off the record Talking about this And that He just loves football in fact, you know, you look at your watch and say, I'm sorry, Rafa, I have to go now. I've got the story to do. So, you know, he, he, you know, he, he's just a fantastic football man. And as Steve says, you know, this, this was the opportunity. This was it. I mean, I've never been so excited as the end of the season, get promoted, and Mike Ashley says, right, okay, we can have a go. He's going to have the money. Everything we generate is Raffer's. Raffer is control of transfers. I thought, right, fantastic. This is it. This is liftoff. But sadly, as we all know, that hasn't happened. And Steve says it's an absolute tragedy because this is a missed opportunity. This is now another, yet another wasted season of trying to battle against relegation when we should be battling for a top ten spot and trying and, to win a and, cup. And you would think about promoting your global sports brand, you
5: would think essentially that you know, the biggest stage to promote your, your sport, uh, sports brand globally is the Champions League. You know yeah. and he, he keeps mentioning he's mentioned it a couple of times actually in his um you know he's his Keith Bishop staged interviews where he's turned around and said you know well you know I, I'll I'll be happy if we win a cup or or qualify for the Champions League you know which is which is as good as winning a cup it's, it's you know he understands what the Champions League is obviously so get yourself on that stage you know give you give your manager a few quid to, to spend to get you to that stage, because by, by all means, if Leicester, if Leicester can win the league by pulling in players like they did, you know, mm. Castle mm. United qualifying for the Champions League isn't beyond the realms of possibility if you give Rafa some money to spend, you know, it, it, yeah. it, it's a long yeah. shot, we, we know, but, you know, there's always that opportunity, and you know, Rafa could get us to that level, given the time, and, you know, the other thing about his interview was, you know, he also seems to understand this, to have a successful Football club requires time, but also requires a, a good academy behind it. And to have a good academy um, is what he mentioned in his, in his latest interview. Uh, and again, who better to, to, to initiate that than somebody who who did such a good job at Liverpool with the academy and Rafa Benitez? It's it's a golden opportunity. And just mm. if if he would just look at the opportunity in front of him. Then you know, I think we could go along, you know, and, and, and you know, move along in harmony. But it it doesn't seem to be going that way at the moment. But
2: as no. we all know, um, you know, things can change quite quickly in football. Well, it's it's like Mike Ashley putting Lewis Hamilton Hamilton into a dodging car. You know, <laughs> it's a great get analogy, anywhere. by the way. <laughs> it's not going to get anywhere. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great you analogy, and that. Put... Yeah, great analogy.
0: The thing is, right, if we, all, if, we, if we put everything what's happened into perspective, I, I saw that... I, I didn't need to watch Mike Ashley twice, watch that video of Mike Ashley. Mike Ashley has checked out of Newcastle United. This is why I think he will sell this club and it's coming very, very soon. I think it's coming sooner than what people realise.
2: Well, hope you're right.
0: I, I, I do believe that because he... Everything, everything he's doing with this other nink and poop he's got in charge, um, you know, this, this Justin Barnes, or his Barnes. name is, yeah,
3: yeah. you,
0: you don't do the, the moves that he's made. You don't do those moves, uh, you know, in, to, on the half chance that uh, you're not going to sell a club. They're definitely going to sell it. We just probably don't know who it is at the minute, but it's going to happen where we don't expect it. It's going to be a one night. But the problem Mr. Barnes has got... And he should be thinking about this long and hard. Next Tuesday, next Monday, West Ham United play uh, Huddersfield Town uh, in the in the league. Yeah. You could be looking at Tuesday, Wednesday, where if they play badly, it's a lot of ifs and buts in football, isn't it? But um, you could be looking at the get rid of them. I've heard rumours it's going to be the fuller manager they might want to get uh, instead of Rafa for now. But there's lots and lots... Well, you would know this, John, and probably Steve I've heard, as well, I've
2: heard the name Alan Pardew.
0: To go oh, to back to West Ham? No,
2: Alan Pardew for Newcastle. Oh, no, God. I've been, I've been a bit naughty there. That was one of the <laughs> rumours. Yeah. I thought that might just uh, stop everyone in their tracks. I'm, I'm going carrying on <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that as well. Well, that's, that's the thing is, but if he wants to see if he wants to see a run on Newcastle United, he better he, he'll find out pretty damn quick if he puts that guy back in charge of Newcastle United. There won't be there won't be enough security, John.
3: No, no. Ah, yes
5: you, you know you say you say that, Andrew, but unfortunately and again this is an analogy I've used for for many, many occasions, is is that you know, you cackle United fans, it's like being in an abusive relationship. And you know God forbid any God forbid anybody who's ever been through domestic violence, whether you're a man or a woman. But it is exactly that. You you basically you go you go to St James's Park, you get slapped around the face and beaten up and then you go back home, you put your you put your lipstick back on and you say, Oh well look, you know, you'd had a few pints and we'll forget about it and we'll move on you know, it it's
3: it is Very like good stick. A, it, I a bit
5: well, you can do. It's like an abusive relationship. You get slapped around the face and you go back time and time again. Nobody else does it. No other fan does it. Ten no. miles down the road, Sunderland fans don't do it. But Newcastle United fans never learn. And, and mm-hmm. half the problem has been, for many years, and I've been a, I've been a, you know, I've I've i 've been a cause of it in one way but i've i've tried to stop that As ever. I, yeah well, no, I've been a cause of it because because none of us get on, there has been egos in the fanzine world and in the, the 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 support there's trust and this that and that one you know this person doesn't like that one, and I you know Neil's fully aware because he's been involved in it with us back in the day and and I went out and made i made i just made me peace a few years back when God God bless him pavel died. I just thought yeah. life's too short we should all be we should all just be you know we should all be batting for the same team here, we all support Newcastle, and I went out and targeted the people who had fell out within in that in those circles, shook their hands and said, "Look, I forget what you know, put it put it behind me, move on." And it has been for the better because you'll see now. I think a different, there is a different feel about it. You know, the Gallagher flags is a great initiative that we're working with the club, but that's fans working together. And you look at that, you look at that, see your flags now. That isn't that isn't down to one person. That's down to the fans pulling together and. You know, that probably wouldn't have happened a few years back because there would have been certain fans going, oh, well, don't support that, and Mm -hmm. you can't support that because he's involved. But now we're all united. Then I personally think there's no better time for things to kick on. It's a pity that the trust has been so badly damaged that, you know, it, it can't really... I don't really think it can pick up. It's a bit like an injured animal. But I think you've got to have... You've, You've got, got to have something
0: to follow. You've got like to have something to
5: follow. A, like a spirit of at Liverpool, you know the fans are greater, a greater force together. And I think eventually, yeah. if people could, if people do stand up. You need, you need to do it properly. Um, and I think because we made such a, you know, because because of our petty arguments and there was such a balls of it originally, um, I'm not sure whether it can be rectified. But if somebody can do it and lead it and pull it through, not me, not the other faces who've been faces for years, but somebody else could come through and do that. Obviously with our help in the background, then I think I think you could be onto something. But at the moment, you know, it's ripe for the take and he's he's done what he probably wanted to do. He's got forty thousand season ticket holders. He's getting premiership attendances as a fifty two thousand. I think now is the right it's it's the ripest it's been a sell. Um he's back in the Premier League, he's got the big books. Hopefully that's what he's planning. Um if not, will people walk away, Andrew? I very much doubt it because no, if yeah. he will.
0: I think it's they a routine will if, and
5: a habit mate, if, it's all very well tweeting it on Twitter saying I'm going to walk away and knock me. No they won't, when if, it comes if to the crunch goes, they won't. <laughs> in 12 <laughs> months time if Rafa's gone and you've got another manager in and they've won four games in a row it'll be Rafa who, and that's what happens, yeah. that's football. That's,
1: you uh, know. And Andrew, it, it is, as Steve said, I mean, I've, I've been there seeing it firsthand myself, uh, at the front end of the trust trying to actually do deals with Derek Lamb bias, where last the last person got relegated under Ashley and it is very very difficult, I use the phrase herding cats all the time because that's what it's like getting our wall up together um, and it's very very difficult at the minute and I see I, I know what you're saying Steve about being united but I'm seeing those little ripples appear on my Twitter timeline little snipes and little digs and little and you're thinking oh god how we here? just keep, keep it together because one of the things i've seen people say repeatedly is what can we do as a fan base and i tell you what Mm. i think we can do to attract a buyer is to just let's get the myths firmly dispelled now about what we are and what we're not and what we want and what we don't want what we demand and what we don't demand and all that rubbish all that tired diatribe that still gets trotted out time and time and time again show Mm. that actually We're one of the biggest assets the club's got, and we're going to be even bigger. And and we've we've tried all this before, from writing open letters to threatening to not go. Yeah, I
0: saw the Chronicle. I thought, you know what? All all of this,
1: and we've tried it all before. We're Mm. just going round in circles. We've got to be smart now. We've got to be thinking different, and we've got to go forward. And the way we go forward is by being reasonable, by being the reasonable face of the football fans. So we can turn up any potential income and buyer and say, look, what you might have been told about was total load, you know. We're not going to be banging on your door with pitchforks if, we're, if we haven't, you know, signed two hundred million pounds worth of players in two days. <laughs> ah, exactly. You know, it, 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 it's we, we need to be getting a, getting our message across, and I think yeah. things like that single display of the Rafa flag before the game. That's a big message. When, when they talk about, let's get all these flags out and, and get as much as we can to have one flag, we, we put out, we genuinely, in a very palpable way, nailed what colours to the mast there. And, and that,
5: that, that came very down... Very and that
2: came, yeah. Andrew, Andrew, I'll have to take my leave. I've, I've been very... No, right, thanks, I've, John. I've, I've got to go and watch <laughs> England now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, Andrew. Thanks, thanks Neil, John. Take care, mate. Take care, mate. Take care, care,
0: John. Thanks, John. Bye. See ya. Bye. Sorry, go go ahead, uh Steve, I think you were you were,
5: Yeah, I'm you? just saying I fully agree with that and I think, you know, the, the you know, the flag the 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 Rafa flag idea was again, from people who I probably wouldn't have spoken to two or three years ago, you know, it was, it was, you know, I got a call and said, what do you think of this idea? And I thought that was nice, because that wouldn't have happened two or three years ago, if I hadn't reached out to these particular people, they wouldn't have run the idea past me, it's got nothing to do with me, you know what I mean? But, they thought, just just wanted your opinion. Now, that kind of thing's happening, it, and it's, it's small steps, and Twitter is a Twitter a funny medium. Things to be read now understand what you're saying about, you know, various things sneaking through on your timeline, etc. You know, and, and you're seeing those kind of things, you know, come and it's not great. But, you know, I think I think a lot a of tweet. you know, yeah, there's a, a lot of common sense happening away from social media, and I think that's that's the key. And that wasn't happening two or three years ago. Um, and and, and I think that's a positive. You know, I think it's a positive, and there's not as much sniping going on as um, you know, some of the other. Some of the other people as well, but listen, it 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 it's small steps and it'll it'll build, I'm sure, and you know, hopefully it won't need to it won't need to build, you know, in the next oh, the next few months. Hopefully, hopefully we are right and, and Ashley does sell in the next. Oh, well, I think months. I and, think
0: he's definitely. I think it's I think it's going to happen very. I think it's going to happen very quickly because, you you don't, like remember even even when I watched the snippets of that interview, you know, he, he more or less he, you know, I think it, with him it just comes down to the fact well. If he's not enjoying it, and he, he it, it's like it's it's bothers him to him because it, he gets linked with too many things because of, because Newcastle's so high profile, he gets yeah. linked with he like obviously when he had to go to the you know any any story when he was obviously famous for that you know the power drinking and stuff he's always <laughs> known as Mike Ashley the the Newcastle owner and he doesn't like he doesn't like it it's clear. It's in his eyes. Like, I, watched everything. I watched every mannerism that guy could give. And he wants out, and he wants out now. And I think the problem we've got is, if it's not done soon enough, and another club goes into meltdown, the, the problem is, you, you're looking at, well, who, 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 who could entice Rafa Benitez? Well, definitely West Ham. He's mm. being linked with Crystal Palace now because obviously mm-hmm. they could get rid of their boss they've got money they've got american owners who want to who really want to tilt it, it you know do something they haven't spent that much money but mm-hmm. you know anybody that that of rafa benitez ilk and he wants to stay in england so but you know look on
5: the positive side andrew look on the positive side that if if you're right Right, you've got this gut instinct. I've mm-hmm. heard whispers, other people have yeah. heard whispers that the, there is a potential, you know, sale in the offing. Then the last thing that Mike Ashley's going to do in the meantime is, is sell the manager because he's a big mm-hmm. asset, and yeah. you know, any any owner coming in, as we saw, you know, with. Um, Sam Allardyce, when Ashley came in, you know, it, it then, you know it's then up to that manager to, to get rid of him. I mean, you know, Mike Ashley is not going to sack Rafa Benitez. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost him 5 or £6 million pound to do so. Um, but he'll keep him, and, and even if the results aren't great um, in the next week or two, then he'll keep him because he's an asset. And, you know, any new owners coming in, of course, won't be able to spend any money until January. But at least there'll be the promise of a transfer budget, and I, I, I think you're right. I do think there's a sale in the offing, but it's Definitely whether it goes through or not. And I think, on. but yeah. I think Rafa, Rafa was. I think if Rafa would, Rafa had gone in the last, you know, in the last week, it wouldn't have surprised yeah. us. But I think now we know that Rafa is going to stay, and I think Rafa wants to stay because he's got the sniff of a, a sniff of a possible sale as well. You know.
0: Yeah, I, d- I just think it's a, an an awfully. If they if they if they, if they do sell it, because they will, uh, when they, when they do sell it to. To lose your main asset—that's a big statement. Because if you lose him, you're playing catch-up with relegation again. So yeah. you know, it's, we've, you essentially, you've got you've got two players he doesn't trust. Steve He doesn't trust Member, and he can't stand Mitrovic. And In he that, can't
5: trust John Joe Shelby anymore, to be oh fair. God but you know, God he wants. Him. You know, we know he wants. We, we you know, John's quite right. He has wanted Mitrovic out of the club. We know that. You know, it's been no it's been no surprise. He wanted Tim Krull out of the club, he's managed to do that. Mm-hmm. So you know, but he wanted players to come in and replace these guys, you know. He's been unlucky with a dummy injury and the fact that it's severe, so he's he's not mm-hmm. gonna get him back until the turn of the year, probably December, January by the time he's back to full fitness. Hopefully Lejeune though, he will be back for the next game. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a little bit of strength and depth in the back four, just, you know, no recognised left back. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. You, you've just got to get on with it. You get on with it in the season, and it's a pity we didn't bring a left back in.
3: Um, well,
0: there was a bid made by. It's, it's interesting actually. There was a, it wasn't made public, but there was a bid for um, from Stoke City for um, Paul Dummett, and um, I think he obviously he stayed. Um, I think that maybe looking to increase his wages because that's normally what happens, isn't it? But um, that's why not to get a left a left a left sided player in especially with uh, the market the way it was, uh, I think done with getting injured um, has affected a lot of things uh, moving forward. But I think, um, who have you, obviously the things that you've heard, have you, you're hearing about the takeover like I am, which countries are we talking about here? No, I haven't heard anybody, which I think is good.
5: No. You know, I, I haven't heard, I just, I've heard a rumour um, that the, you know, it, it's been instigated. You know that there's been a you know there's been a, a potential conversation, and you know the, the club is the club is up for sale. Now we've heard this many times before, but you know if it if it if it if it happens, it happens. You know I, I think there'll be plenty of interested parties. You know, and the fact that we don't know you know of any interested parties, I think, is a positive because you know we don't want another you know situation like we had you know a few years back where you know local businessmen who remain nameless came forward and said it was going to be him and he was going to buy the club. You know, it was, it was Cloud Cuckoo Land. Everybody knew that person didn't have the money to buy the club. Certainly mm. couldn't have bought it off Mike Ashley. Or he could have maybe raised the money to buy it, but certainly wouldn't have had any money to do anything with it. So, you know, it, the, the least we know, the better. And mm. I, think, I think you're right. I think one morning we'll wake up and the deal will have been done.
0: Definitely. I think it's it's going to happen. Pre- I think it'll pre- I'm not going to say next week, but I think it's going to happen pretty quickly. But it'll be nice just to, you know, to have a fresh start, wouldn't it? And then give, give the tsunami. You know the, the the chance to at least at least have stable with a, with a manager who can re- revolutionize the club and move it forward instead of instead of you know ten years from now we're, we're saddled with the same person who doesn't give them one iota for Newcastle United, it it just doesn't bear thinking about it. There are all worse owners out there, but the, the fact that uh, Neil just mentioned that you know we had we had people in the room less than two or well, two years ago. Uh, that we're able to get, in a, you know, make him make a decision whether to to sell Newcastle United. Well, you know, people saying the Newcastle fans can't get together. Well, it's been quite clearly proved that you you just have to. It sounds it sounds difficult and easy at the same time. But if you if you get somebody that does believe in the Newcastle United and the fans and the brand, we can make we can get that person. In a room with Mike Ashley's associates to, to be able to look to sell it. You know, it's it's all about marketing, getting the right people, but the fact we've done it, you know, we've done it once, you know, we, we should be able to do it again.
5: Yeah, well, i say time will tell and, and hopefully things will. Progress over the next, you know, over the next few weeks, quite quickly. But you know, it could just be a red herring again. Might not, might not actually happen. But you know, let's let's wait and see, Andrew. Next time I'm on, we'll maybe just be, you know, looking at a new dawn. Hopefully.
3: Oh, be
0: a few, if it happens, we'll be we'll be on the bloody uh, keyside, <laughs> giving it giving it loads, and I might be in goal again. You never know.
1: You get you get no, you'll get no <laughs> sense out of me for a fortnight. Right. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, good to I here, lads
5: I've got to get off now but, okay uh, mate thanks again, Steve good luck with the show, lads. Yes, see see Steve. thanks Steve appreciate it bye bye bye, mate. Bye, thanks.
0: bye bye well look as, as a great show The next, we're going to have our next caller in a moment uh, calling in from Lee Johnson but what, what great calls eh it's like it's there's so much you know there's, there's lots of things wrong with Newcastle Neil, but uh, when we when we've got people that like care so much about Newcastle and you know just want the club to succeed. It, it, it you know, it, as 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 we already said, we've we, we've got people that have tried to buy the club in the, in the past, and it wouldn't take much for it to to get this rocket ship up and going and and challenge it again.
1: It's the frustration that we know, that we see, that other people do sometimes see, but they don't get it until they're in enveloped in it a little bit. I mean, like we were saying it's difficult to get people to come and buy up, uh, Newcastle because of geography and yet when you then immerse them in the city they're like, wow, it's palpable, you feel it everywhere the, the 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 sense of belonging, this is our club, our town we are part and parcel of this, it's at the heart of the city et cetera, et cetera um, and, and you're right, you get somebody who could be infused with that um, and it's a real potent recipe, and, and it's, you just hope that that's... We'd hoped that we'd mm-hmm. found that with this man, but uh, it, it, it did not take long for his real intentions to become clear, but then again, you know, we know the circumstances very well, we've covered it l- long and hard on this show, um, about how he was left holding the baby with something he mm-hmm. didn't really want to keep.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to bring in my next guest, uh, Lee Johnson. Good evening, Lee. How are you?
6: Good, good you?
0: Yeah, not too bad. So uh the obviously we've we talked in depth about Mike Ashley tonight, but what was your what what did you think um about the uh the the window that came and went and obviously massive disappointment for everybody.
6: Absolutely furious.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: but, um, I suppose there's been rumblings all summer. Um, um I went and got I went and got the um I went and got the new shirt, uh with the Ben. Um I can't remember what it was. It was kind of midsummer, and when I got it, and I, it was the first time I bought a shirt in um, seven years myself. Uh, and I bought George his full strip the season before because Rafa Benitez was our manager, and again I did mm. it in the summer. And ironically, when I bought it I said, I think I said on Twitter, bought the shirt, I went for fifty quid for, my full, uh, for George's full strip and my my shirt uh, because I think I I actually think the club's moving forward. It was the summer, actually, when I think the first clip wrote the story about things not being right behind the scenes, and I kind of, like, passed it off as such. Um, and then the rumblings really started. So I was massively disappointed, Andrew. Um, I can't believe um, Benitez will be happy. I think he's been massively undermined. Um, but I do think he's invested in this group of footballers. But I think... Um, I would imagine, unless kind of what you've been touching on there with Stephen, things like that about buyers coming in. Or mm. I think if there's nobody who's going to come in and take the club off his then um, this it's be to start of a long goodbye, I can't see being our manager when when next season starts.
0: Yeah, I think when it when it comes, I, I, it's just a, it's definitely a weird feel. I've had a weird feeling last couple of days because when when you, I think I had this feeling. Well, I wouldn't say um, when when it was sold, it was sold, wasn't it? But the, when when um, Shepherd was um, undermined and he lost the club, so I think because of the mo of Ashley, you, you're not expecting him to be the guy that buys it, and um, he will. It'll, I'm sure it'll come down to the fact he's going to, if he, when he sells it, it'll be to a investment company, and you just hope it's an investment company that. You know, wants to get involved, wants to get the fans on side, and wants to grow their their brand because it's 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 in dire need of a, of a. But when I see that shirt, Lee, I'll never buy that shirt. It's absolutely woeful It's, it's probably one of the worst shirts I've seen. It's one of the best. I
6: didn't,
0: do. I don't think so. ah But no, like actually, I
6: really like
0: it. I, I did. I, I went. I, I I didn't even want to. I went into the shop to to look at it. And I've seen it up close a person a lot
6: Actually, of times. The, the yeah. Oh, no, I don't like it. I just anymore. don't
0: like it. But anyway, nah, I've, I've seen. Yeah. I, I've had many a shirt, and that one's like, it comes across as a, a cheap Tesco bag. But yeah, look, um, if, anyone,
6: if anyone does come in and buy the club, Andrew, the first thing they can do is rip all the sports direct shite down and start yeah. advertising of it. And they're going to start advertising other brands straight away and start making yeah. some money off the stadium.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. No
6: I mean, you know if you think back to when my dad Mike actually first bought us, apparently we were one of the um, top five clubs and clubs in mm-hmm. terms of commercial revenue in the Premier League. Um, I think we actually earn less on the stadium than some of them do um, in terms of advertising inside the ground. I think some of them generate more money than Surprises. we do. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because it's his, his own brand got it around the stadium, so I, I, you know, little things when he, when he talks about kind of. He wants the club to um, you know, self finance itself in terms of obviously creating opportunities to buy football as well. Change that element of things straight away. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, that, that, the transfer deadline there, I had my phone charged up, I had my phone on at work and things like that. And I, I kind of knew what was coming. Um, I actually thought when the took over, and obviously, if you think back to the mission statements of last summer, things like that when he was talking about this club not being a stepping stone and things like that. Um, all released via the club via him and it was really good to it was really good to read and things like that and I thought this was a change and I did think that was a step in the right direction, but he's he's basically reverted it tight. I don't know if he's taken mm-hmm. the all of us or well,
3: like, well, it's, even it's if it's
6: on if purpose it's,
3: it's it actually
6: become boring.
0: But I think the problem the problem you've got because the release clause is out there, the figure and I I know we meant we talked about uh Pete Graves uh, mentioning uh, the fact that it's you know it's five million, yeah. but the, the, the to me yes he put it out there. Um, we we can all take issue with what he said, but the the problem is it, if just say well there's a deal being done or there's been they talk about a deal whatever. It's a it's a high stakes poker game because if, if just say okay if Newcastle win the weekend which we obviously hope we do, um, and then West Ham lose this could all come to a head pretty quickly well, and we could end well, up having, as you said, Alan will you back in that time.
6: Rafa Benitez is a great buy of five million.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's going to be five million taken away.
6: He wouldn't turn it
0: down, would he? He can't turn it down to the so close.
6: Guy, he's the, at the end of the day, he's a guy who looks at all aspects of football clubs. He doesn't just necessarily concentrate on what he's got in his first Team eleven. <laughs> he looks kind of beyond that. He prepares business plans. He plans he performs,
3: Things,
0: things uh, that I, think, I think the, the one thing we, because we've talked about it such a lot but like I've ne- I'd never heard of Justin Barnes before no. he came to Newcastle no. uh, Neil have you ever heard about him like the name is have you
1: purely have you, in terms of relationship with Mike Ashley and his companies and he's, and he's known as his fixer
3: he's if you read
1: any of the um, business articles on on Sports Direct and some of the fixer, other fixer, brands. Six are in His what name year, pops uh, up repeatedly. Uh, so he's a hard nosed negotiator. Um, mm-hmm. He goes into areas of the businesses that aren't performing the way Ashley wants and puts them right. And he's also <sighs> involved in sales. He's also involved in sales and acquisitions. Christie so yeah, should have that had that him in here he for the world.
6: last ten years because we've been failing our
1: lower.
0: Because that's yes. the thing, isn't it? Imagine yeah. if did that's he that's go to Dubai. What? When, t- when they I went t- there for that chat,
1: don't don't think so yeah. no. But I, t- I tell you what, he it, 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 it repeatedly um, com- it comes up under Ashley is he's got this obsession with putting non-football people in charge <laughs> of things yeah. within football. Yeah. And the one I rep- report about um, repeatedly is is Lambias, and, and because I had actual face-to-face meetings with the guy. The first one was horrible, the first one was terrible. You views both know very well. I've spoken mm. about it before. Um, but towards the end, he got it. And then he was shipped out. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Because no. once the penny dropped, well, I'm biased. Um, he was out the door. Um, because he was probably going back saying, actually, I agree with that. Actually, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, true.
1: And I had no an argument, yeah. When, yeah. bang, gone and done. Um, it, but he seems to have this obsession with putting non-sports people in, you know. Um, it, just to give you a, a, a bit of background, I've just been quickly flicking flicking across Google. Barnes was involved in purchasing deals for Republic, BHS, House of Fraser, etc. for Sports Direct. Um, the Times describe him as, as Ashley's business world's fixer. Mm. Well, that's, oh. why, that, that's why
0: I think a sale will come pretty quickly, because if he's putting somebody in that, you know, a knows from, like, the back you of his hand... Do re-
6: you do realise I'm holding you to this, Andrew, because I've heard you mention it three times tonight, so if it rumbles on six months, I'll find you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, every time I'm in Newcastle, I seem to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you a couple of times now, and I actually across the, the street.
6: The big <laughs> problem for me is, like I said, I'm... I'm the, it's Rafa Benitez calling me, guys. Mike Ashley change, Nobody can now, by the way. That's it.
0: He um, wants out, mate. It's it, it, it must well, be, I that, he wants I would out like, for
6: sure. That's the case. I would like oh, to think definitely. that's the case, Andrew. But he continues to get his free advertising via the mm. club, and I think that's a, I do think that's a major thing for him. I, I, I just, I, I can't take anything he says seriously. Everything, I mean, everything,
0: it. It. everything that comes out about him, it's always Newcastle owner. He hates it it's everything it's just like remember when he when he said but the why, words 200 million I'm not doing it when he his his body it's clear, vibrated it's
6: clear when he starts to meddle mm. is when problems occur mm-hmm. mm. you know you, you never heard his name in the first six months of last season mm. you know until, Chris, until January no one heard his name it was great and suddenly the transfer window come and then rumblings, rumblings, rumblings. you know Andros Townsend mm. could have been bought for 12 million pound. He was probably going for 27 last week. Mm. Um, uh-huh. You know that was, and that was, in that in that particular buy, would have guaranteed promotion. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have just won it last year. The the we lane. would yeah. won it, we would have wanted it at the mm. Um You know, and it, and it was an investment to go forward. Once in the period, but what these windows just showed me it's just short us that. He has no interest, and it doesn't matter who your manager is. You might ma- we, we could. Georgie Mourinho, Pep Guardiola, anyone. could have been Alex Ferguson. Hmm. But it doesn't matter. This man is not for changing. He's never going to change. So yeah, Andrew, I do agree with you. And like, yeah, I think he does obviously want to. He
0: must. He must. If you had seen that interview when he went to two in a million, his body, his whole body was contorted. He wants out because he, sometimes he's obviously reached... Uh, cool. he's, he's reached an area he thinks, you know what, I just can't do it anymore. But then again, Andrew, it's the obvious.
6: people continue to, also continue to say, never mind them wanting to sell it, he's on a massive wind-up, he likes it, he likes the power trip, he likes, mm-hmm. he likes feeling like, oh, I can just hide me all in and just I can really annoy these people. You know, I'd like to but over ten years that I've watched his behaviour and little things mm-hmm. left, right and center, I mean... You know, I hope to be talk about fans not walking away this time and maybe not walking oh, well, away Rafa I'm sorry, like, I actually do think people will this time.
3: Oh, I do. I and do. I'll be Thank one, and
6: I'd I'd actually have to do it myself. I'd join any kind of I'd join any kind of um movement or fan movement to try and mm. get rid of this guy, because, you know there isn't there, there there won't be any hope when Benitez goes. I don't, you know, you you might get someone like Tim Sherwood or Alan Curbishley mm-hmm. or someone like that who will come in and, you know, creep up Mike Ashley's awesome, which all really of them is leads to a Castle's relegation. I mean,
3: I touched on here with you
6: guys when Benitez came in about me dad ringing us and asking about ticket prices. We don't have a website since two thousand and five, and that basically was the power off of Benitez. You know, bringing back old-school people who haven't been yeah. for a few years who thought mm, I might, I might get on the back of that. And a lot, and a lot of the things can be sold on that basis. And mm-hmm. I don't think Mike actually, well, he might, but I don't think he under, understand the power of the appointment of Benitez. Um, it's just nonsensical. Uh, unless he is looking to sell, as you've seen it, um, and that will be the best news ever. I mean, if, in the next couple of weeks, if there was a buyer identified, news breaks on Sky, Sky News. I mean, I'll literally party in the street, like I'll literally be
0: there. <laughs> yeah, there'd be a big <laughs> celebration, but, but massive, massive. If, uh, Neil, when he when he bought when he bought uh, Debenhams for twenty five percent, do we know how much he bought them for?
1: Off the top of my head, I don't, but I'm... Um, <laughs> sat with the ability to find out very quickly just more, to bring more, something more, full more, circle that we were talking about before by the way barnes was apparently also part of the rangers retail board that secured that deal
3: mm. for
1: sports director supply rangers kit even though ashley had moved out of the club Ooh. so that's the kind of thing he does and what have i been saying on here about what will ashley want when he leaves
3: mm. there'll
1: be certain things he will want in place and so um, that's an interesting. Well, it
0: depends. It depends. I think when it comes to um, when it comes to, comes to selling the club, if he decides to sell it, at no stage can he turn around to them and say, "Well, I want this. I want this." It still be part of the club because somebody wants to buy it, they, they they won't deal with any nonsense. And the fact that he's got this guy in place to do a deal for on his behalf, that to me suggests well it is does, it doesn't matter how does isn't matter what he wants going forward with newcastle united it's irrelevant it just right. depends it just depends if the, the the buyer wants him to be still part of you know of the, of the club in some respects but anybody that wants to buy a club for a certain amount of money will just want complete control
6: i mean if mr bonds wants to mr bonds wants to get my gosh, exactly what he wants if he wants something out of Thrown in, he's quite happy to give me a call because I'll give him. I might ask him to please took up his horse um, <laughs> And he can, and he, and he can, There'll be no welcome back to the northeast. I mean, he I, I, once he leaves here, I hope he just doesn't darken our doors ever again. Uh, I, I
0: knew, I knew it was a bad thing happening with Newcastle when, as soon as he bought it, the first words out of his mouth were, "I'm a private individual, and uh, I won't be available uh, to speak to the to the the you know." To,
6: well, to the press. I remember Andrew. I, quite, I, I was quite close to him a few times because it uh, was at the time when I was still doing all the away games. And um, you know, first and foremost, he was go- he was standing in amongst the fans with his Newcastle top on. Uh, the last the last mm. time being um, Arsenal away when we lost three nil. We him against on a Friday night. Kevin Keegan was promised the money to obviously leave in Vedas. Newcastle and Gonzalo and his lads kind of keep walking away. Mike actually never stood with the fans
0: again. Um, but you know, he so said, didn't he? He said, you know, standing in the standing in the ground and you've got all the Newcastle scores. It's the best feeling in the whole world, times a thousand.
6: He was deaf. he was engaging. He was talking. There's mm. no doubt about that. I mean, I didn't want to get out because I wanted to be here, but I didn't really want to get out because this I, I like, a right creep here. But uh, mm. if I knew what he was, if I knew how he was going to behave I would have decked him.
0: <laughs> I think I think You'll never, you'll never get anything closer to him. I he think the whole, together. the
6: he's whole never, town. When new Andrew, he's literally he's got a he's, he's got a wanted sign on his head, man. No Newcastle fan mm. could t- no Newcastle fan, if they seen him one on one, would would be able to hold their breath without going over, and at least having a word with him and saying, what are you playing at here? What are you playing mm. at? I mean he does I mean I mean having laugh at the videos
0: in post is an absolute look out, he should be our well, manager under this guy, man. Jesus mm. Christ. I, I think, think the interesting true. thing is Roberto Mancini is now being linked with West Ham. But he's but he's also wanted to 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 be the manager Andrew, of Arsenal, I so I must admit, Andrew, I don't see I don't see Benitez as West Ham manager,
6: I have to see it. I I just don't see it. I don't see that.
0: I I think it's not a question of not seeing it. I think it's 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 uh, basically if you see if somebody comes with five million for your manager, the clause is the clause is then yeah, but surely
6: he has to, he has to see he has to agree to it. I, I don't see him there. I, I just don't see him under Gould and Sullivan. I, I don't. Mm, I don't. Yeah.
0: Karen Brady, but
6: I, I but don't. remember,
0: he did accept the offer. Remember before he went to Real Madrid.
6: Where from? For him, West Ham.
0: Yeah, West Ham. <laughs> before he got offered the Real Madrid, he actually got offered the West Ham job before Billich, but then in the same day. Real Madrid offered him the job at, um, to, to take charge of them, and he went. But he was offered the job West Ham my manager, and he took it. I just, I
3: just
1: think, think he's going just to the I've dodged though, because yeah, I mean, when yeah. he, the chairman's thrown the bloody manager under under the bus this week, uh, you know, threatening one of them threatened to take uh, another club to court, saying yeah. that well who yeah. said no, they didn't put a bid in, and they keep claiming he's absolutely did. <laughs> mean, I, I,
6: I, mm. I, I honestly think he's very loyal in this group of players, and I think he'll see the season out with them. I really do. I think he'll I think he obviously, you've got to bear in mind, he brought a lot of, he brought obviously the players in in the summer, and I think he'll have obviously sold them, he'll have sold them promises and things that he's obviously looking to achieve here. And I don't think he'll just leave them. I actually think he's going to showcase his talent as a manager. I think he'll keep this squad of players up with change to spare. Um, from, from, my, from my own personal opinion, and the, the window is shut now. If he's in our dugout, that team and him and his staff will get 110% from me from the stands. But when that ends, when that ends and he walks, because he's going to, if Mike, Mike Ashley remains our uh, owner, Mm-hmm. That's when big change has to happen. Your Catholic fans literally do have to come to come together at this point in time and now people will say, Oh, it's been worse, it's been it's been worse before, it's been worse than this. Now maybe I was only a young lad and, you know, and I got my first ticket in nineteen eighty eight. Um, yes, of course I've been quite fortunate and some of the stuff I've seen, but this this guy's literally um he's driving he's he, he sucking shook, he the life out of the fan base. Mm. The fan base, all, all the has brought in was, was the word hope. Um, mm. There was no, no no talk of spending 200 million or anything like that. All we want is careful planning to move this club forward. And, you know, using the term like can't compete with Huddersfield and, and the transfer more and things like that, that's just, I not acceptable. It isn't mm. acceptable.
0: I think it it's going be, to be, I definitely think it's going to, it's, I think it's going to be a big, the next two weeks can going to be very interesting for Newcastle. I think, um I think the, the now we know there's a clause there. It, it, it definitely opens up a uh, the, 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 lots of things can go wrong even from now in two weeks. So I think we'll see. We'll see what goes. And uh, we'll, obviously we'll talk next week. Lee, thanks for coming on. Appreciated, yeah, and hopefully go. we'll um, we'll we'll be a bit more upbeat and you know. It would be tremendous, I think. I'd have to go out and do a show outside, I think, if Newcastle uh, got got uh, took over and we can oh, okay. all be we'll in the bar great, somewhere, we'll, be, be cracking. If
6: it, in, if it happens in the next two weeks, as you were saying, or something in the next month, we'll get Christmas decorations out and everything. We'll just,
0: like, <laughs> celebrate it. We'll do the whole lot. I, I just got a funny feeling something's going to happen really quickly, so we'll see, we'll see. I'm a Pisces. I, I, feel, I feel lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot thanks for coming on. on appreciate right, it. Cheers, mate. You know, you know, you know. I think, cheers, mate. It would it would be interesting, wouldn't it, uh, Neil? That um, if something is brewing, if obviously if Steve's hearing something and, and I'm hearing something, it's, especially with this guy being a wheeler dealer, you you, you can imagine, you know, well, you could all we can do right is imagine and hope, can we?
1: That's that's pretty much it. Because because I think the sentiment that we'll wake up one day and something's done. That's very much the way I would like to see it done. Mm. It, it's the way I would love to see all of our club business being done. See, the trouble is, people will tell we're not big, and then everybody wants to talk about it. People mm-hmm. tell we're not big, yet we've still got agents today making stories saying, mm-hmm. "Well, Mike, I could have gone to Newcastle, you know, mm-hmm. but it didn't, just didn't happen." That's an easy sell for an agent
3: mm-hmm. to
1: say, and you know, oh, well, he was linked with that club, but you know, and this, that, and the other. Why do why use one name repeatedly if we're not mm. still don't have a degree okay. of cachet? Yeah,
3: um, exactly. I'd,
1: ro- I'd far rather one name was used far less often, than that when we did hit the news it was for good things.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna, well I'm going to bring in my next caller this evening. It's, it's John, who's on our weekly show uh, like regulars Clockwork. I'm going to bring him in earlier than than normal. But good evening, John. How are
4: you? Andrew, how are you doing? I'm all right How are you? I'm fine, not feel bad, not Just um, just got myself in actually, so I thought I'd give you a ring.
0: Good stuff, yeah. Um, so I, so tell me, what what did you think of? Because obviously I've been reading your tweets and you weren't impressed with the with the window, especially the end of it. But as as we, what was your thoughts about it? Because, um, you know we got rid of a lot of players that, which is unbelievable. Some of them, like mm. Steve said, Riviera was getting paid forty-five thousand pounds a week. And, and obviously Tim Kroll, he's wanted out for a long, long time, who seems to be disin- disintegrating <laughs> uh, the more yeah. he plays, well, well, when he plays, but um, it just goes to show, isn't it? We've been looking for a goalkeeper. People are thinking, well, we've got too many goalkeepers. But and then you see, the, you see the performances of the goalkeeper. Uh, it just shows you, again, Rafa Benitez was right.
4: Well, first of all, about the transfer window, I was like Lee said earlier on, is absolutely few I I've gone beyond that. It's just, it's an absolute joke. It really is. I mean, three months to get, um, transfer, 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 get these players in, I'm not blaming Rafa, I'm blaming Ashley on this one. And also, my understanding is, that they um, got um, like Justin Barnes,
3: yeah. just
4: to run the shore, just to make mm. sure that everything's on a tight ship. But mm. what does he know about football? What the hell does he know about football? He's been, Ashley's telling him what to do. Right? And he's not a footballing man. I mean, mm-hmm. he's basically telling Rafa to shut up and get on with the squad he's got. Now, as far as Rafa, I mean, I would have gone absolutely few. As so I would just said, what do you know about football? Who are you? It's not your business, pal. Right? Mm-hmm. But, on to the goalkeeping situation, right? I mean, um, I've, I agree with Rafa. We do need, like, a leader as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. sound like like a arena type. It's not arena, but someone like that stature sort of thing. A leader who can actually dominate the box sort of thing. Now, Rob Elliott is a good keeper, don't get us wrong, you know, but, I mean, I don't think Rafa trusts him or Dollar properly. I mean, Freddie Rubens is a young keeper, right? He'll come great, he'll be a great keeper, mm. but he's young, right? But the keeper I want to go for in the window is that lad from Udinese who you' watch a lot Karen' um, he is an absolutely fantastic keeper. He's 32, now he's gone to Watford now,
3: okay, and Watford.
4: I think, okay. yeah, that's what Rafa, I think Rafa wanted him as a keeper, just um, as a leader, and dominate the box, and that keeper would have been perfect for Newcastle, but, again, Rafa's been let down, the transfer window's been of joke, right, and I can understand Rafa's got every single right to be furious, and uh, where does he go from here?
0: Well, I think he's five I think we're five billion pounds away from total meltdown if I'm being honest but um, I think yeah. um, I think with Mancini being linked with West Ham that could mean anything because you've got to think well could, could Mancini go to West Ham no it won't happen could Mancini go to Arsenal possibly but um, this, this is the problem when you, when, you when, the, the, when they the, sorry go ahead now
1: it just depends which
0: Arsenal.
1: <laughs> it's have really got Arsenal to there, and this, this is the, the you know that's what the fans are all whinging about at the minute, which is quite I think, quite amusing. Quite in
0: you know West, I think when it comes to Arsenal fans, to me anyway, they're the, probably the biggest joker fans I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my life. I've never you know they, you never hear them when they're at their own ground. It's like they're quiet, but it's funny, isn't it? You put them in front of a microphone, oh, they've got lots and lots of things to say. Well, <laughs> if you're going if you, if to show something, let me hear something. Because yeah, there's no way I would ever listen to their, their pathetic rumblings on about we're, we're, we've, we haven't done this, we haven't done that. Excuse me, you've <clears> won <throat> the last five bloody FA Cups, or whatever. do me a favour, go and do one. Yes, yeah. you've, got a, you've got a manager that shouldn't be there. Yes, he slit his own throat by yeah. being there, by taking the next two years. He had the perfect way to go out. Perfect. Absolute. He, could have, he, won, he yeah. wins the FA Cup. He goes, he goes his merry way. They, in my, in my opinion, if they had any gumption, which they haven't got anyway, they could have gone for Diego Simeone. They could have <coughs> gone for Eddie Howe. They could have been pre-prepared. They could have put him upstairs with anyhow below him. They could have done anything, but they're so scared of losing him. It's clear yeah, exactly. they're so sc- because they, they know he won't spend much money. He totally. thinks those like if he wanted if if he wanted out, if he wanted to, to smash that team up and mm-hmm. start again, he could easily do so. He's got the money to do it. The best managers, like Ferguson, the Ferguson of, the, of his era, were allowed to do that. He just hasn't done it. He, he deserves everything he gets. Like you keep on hearing about him. Oh, I never, I never walk out on a contract, mate. You didn't have to. You could have, and like those fans, oh God! Every time I hear, like obviously you, you hear the you hear lots of football players, Gary Neville, Lampard. They're all, you know, can't understand why he stayed on. Ian Wright. Ian Wright is one of these Arsenal Wenger's biggest supporters. He he he's now he wants to throw him over the the London Bridge for God's sake.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean that um, it's Arsenal fan TV. I mean, if it is Arsenal fan TV, I mean, I watched a bit of it as well, and um, it's absolute comedy good. It mm. really, really is. There's a few fans on there, sort of thing. When they get beat, my God, do they go on a the one? They go off for one, like, you know, they've got a wenger, they get their, um, you know, like their flags out, or whatever, sort of thing, you know. They're not doing themselves any favour at all whatsoever. So, okay, get beat sort of thing, it can be a bit quickly sometimes, you know. They can take defeat, but, but if they try hard, then great, we accept that. But their fans, oh my god, it's just awesome. It the the, it's like it's just it's just watching it's like watching Jeremy Kyle, isn't it, really?
3: <laughs> you know what
4: I mean? I think to myself, oh my god, do we need fans like that? Oh yeah. There's a couple of fans on there, fair enough, and often, fair play to them are oh, loyal sort of thing, they stick off the main gas sort of thing, but if Arsenal, like you said, if Arsenal wanted to start a fresh and really wanna go for the title they need, the thing.
0: The way they go on, John, is that they've got oh. Alan Pardew in charge.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Panty. That's why i am going to call him Panty because he's, he's absolutely... <laughs> cool... Yes, man, you know what I mean. They're, yes, Neil, man. they're, they're I... a
0: complete... Like, you could never have... It like, it. Neil, you, you're, you're in Dubai, you've, you, know, you, you meet different types of fans, but I wouldn't be able to stop laughing if I, had a, if I had an Arsenal fan in front of me. I just wouldn't be able to stop myself from laughing. <laughs> I wouldn't, because as soon as they bring it up, I would just be laughing my balls off. I would be, oh God, I'll be, I would be, you can't take them seriously, because, you know, they, oh, we haven't won the league, we haven't won the Champions league. I don't give a toss, if have won everything else. <laughs> you know, like, uh, when Newcastle played, when they beat us 2-0 at Wembley, and I stayed to the end, right, the first people on that Metro were the Arsenal fans. Hello? You know, they, they're the first ones away. Needle. Uh, so w- when you when when you're obviously in Dubai, in your list, mm. d- do you meet many Arsenal fans? Because I'll tell you, make my day yeah, if I meet one of them. Be-
1: because of the 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 fact that that Emirates sponsored me. Oh yeah,
3: they're yeah, all, true.
1: All, all over the place, and they, and they are almost seen as the the, the, the Dubai team, if you will.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I think they would like a bad. more solid relationship to turn around and uh, rival Abu Dhabi with Man yeah. City. That sort of tribal rivalry is very common and, and very apt yeah, out here. But um, so you see plenty of it. But uh, how many are
0: true Arsenal fans? Bro? None of them. None of them. It's like it's like you even have fans there. Like I saw, I don't know if John's seen it, but there's a there's a guy with his iPhone and he's he's, he's filming himself watching the game. And then, when something bad happens, he's like immediately showing his reaction, and like you, you I must admit, you go there, you just, you just, you, feel, you, feel, you think to yourself. Listen, that club has got so much money, so much money, and they can basically do anything they want. They could probably put a bid in for uh, Messi, like Man City are going to do, to take him away from Barcelona. That's going to happen too. So you know, it wouldn't take much. Uh, for that club to be well, okay, if they can't get a guy who's French to come, to come to the uh, what's his name, or or rare or his name, uh, to come to uh, them, and they've got fellow, they've got lots and lots of Arsenal players in the squad, in the French squad, and the guy won't come. <laughs> oh know, my god! Is that
4: Lemar? Is that Lemar? Yeah. Le Mar? Oh my god! I mean. Totally agree. And
3: they didn't. And
0: they, they didn't even. They make a bid. They make a bid, and they don't even know if he wants to come. <laughs> <laughs> <And another>
4: thing, <laughs> I couldn't believe thing,
1: that like, one. Why
4: did? Why did it so late? I mean, they could have put that off him back in August. I think what well, this is. What I, this is what I get. Right. This is where I stand here. I mean, the lad wanted to come back in August, right? But I think the lad's been best revoked, right? Yeah. I mean he's been about and then come to the last minute right I mean um, they said up £92 million, please be agreed. and the lad just turned them down he does to going to ask, so I think he may go to Liverpool next season that's, he wants that's to what go to Liverpool
0: but Liverpool aren't interested
4: well if that's the case then I don't think I don't think it'll come. I mean Wenger wants to um, wants to try again in January to bring him over that sort of thing but I can't see Monaco leaving him I can't see Monaco letting them go because they made it in for the Champions League.
0: Well, why would he want to leave anyway? that it's a, it's a ch- they won the championship. That they've actually brought in probably better players anyway uh, yeah. to the team. But you know, it, it. I think that this is the problem, isn't it, Neil? When when you look at the when you look at the window, for everybody else who've got the money, mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't spend the money apart from the Man Cities at the Chelseas. But even with Chelsea, uh, when you hear of. Um, What's his name? Barkley reckons
3: mm.
0: <laughs> he was having his medical and he, cha- he, cha- he, cha- he changed his mind, made it to the medical that he didn't want to, he didn't want to sign for them. And they got their chairman from Everton coming on, trying to explain why he didn't want to come. And that, then it comes out today, another story that um, Barkley rang Conte. On his mobile phone, and he didn't sign. Me. He didn't sign because he didn't pick up the phone.
3: <laughs> well, really? how
0: how is he supposed to understand a word the guy says anyway? He's from he's a typical Scouse lad. I can just about understand Jamie Carragher. So you can imagine if Ross Barkley on the phone to to this guy from Iran or sorry this this guy from um, Italy, no one. He didn't take the call. He's probably thinking, who's that soft yeah. lad ringing me up? Yeah, I tell you. You, you, you can't make this up. You can't make it up. And we, and we think we've got a bad, and you see idiots with money having no idea how to spend it. It's ludicrous, Neil. And John?
4: Well, what can I say? I mean, we're all even it. all at Now, like, I mean, it is an absolute farce. I mean, in fact, we don't know do what to believe now, you know what, I mean, because we three, four stories, you just don't know. Mm. And um, also, as well, I don't... Um, you want to be playing the first team? Will it be elsewhere Where he's going to play I And mean, where he's going to be In the first team On those two I don't think he's going to be In the first team So I think he just That's He just wants their Everton Sort of thing Just see out his contract
3: Or whatever it may be
0: Well I don't think He'll see out his contract I think he'll uh, I think he'll I think he'll uh, Go in January
3: Because
0: You know they, I can't imagine them um, Allowing him To go for nothing Somehow <laughs> I, I, They probably good. couldn't believe that They probably couldn't believe That £30 million bid No wonder they just took it.
4: (laughs) uh, Unbelievable, man, unbelievable. I mean, another thing is, you touched on it, right? I mean, look at the transfer business sort of thing. You pay an average player now for about 40, 50 million pounds, Mm. which is an absolute joke. Here's a question for you. What have they won? What trophies have they won? Have they won the Champions League? Have they won the FA Cups? Some of these players haven't won any sort of thing they still cost them 30, 40, 50 million pounds. Mm. It's obscene. Here's an example right I mean number 10, I love Italian football, right I mean that Pablo Garbala right left Palermo to UV, for UV, right and he only cost 22 million pounds, and he's already a champion at UV mm. won the league. because yeah, they sure. don't spend
0: yeah, but they don't at, on average in, in Italy they don't spend much money. I think they've been surprised uh, by the, the, the Premier League and the prices. I think it's shocked them because they're not used to spending. It. But uh, obviously I'm going to bring in my, my last guest this evening. Uh, it's Chris Parry calling from Texas. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm watching England unfortunately
7: be down one nothing, and, and I've turned over and I'm seeing Czech Republic, which I guess that, that's our boy. Uh, we got two of our guys going in this Northern Ireland Czech Republic game. So
3: England are one nil down
0: already.
7: Yeah, England's one nil down. Oh yeah.
0: Well, the thing yeah, is that just they've just actually clo- they've actually closed a section of the of the ground because of um, there's not many there's not many people turning up.
7: <laughs> oh seriously, wow.
0: <laughs> well, so now so here's here's the
7: interesting part, guys. Until and I and I heard what you, what your caller saying about the price. Yeah. Until until soccer until football gets a hold of this, this is going to continue because what football does is they don't. I'm trying to think. I wish there was a way that you could you could help team you know help bring team nobody no, nobody uh, trains their own players. They just send them out on loan and let somebody else do it. You know you got to say one thing about Tottenham. At least their academy works. And you look at other sports. You know, like you know, what I'm talking about. I'm going to compare this mm-hmm. to American sports. They, the majority of the guys that are on the team are guys that, that they've drafted, they've trained, they've, you know, and that, those are their guys. Every once in a while they'll go trade for somebody else, or they'll go try to, you'll go try to acquire somebody. But the majority of the team is, are players that they have put blood, sweat, and tears in to create, so they have a sense of ownership of the club. The majority of football clubs now, I mean, how many, how many, people, how many guys, seriously, if we really take into account, on Premiership Football Clubs, how many guys are actually homegrown players? Mm-hmm. Guys that you put blood, sweat, and tears in, and now they're now members of the senior club. You know, We talk about 20 years ago or so, that's what the majority of English clubs were, were guys that came up and went to academies and, and worked their tails off and finally got a chance to play. Now, it's, it's like a shortcut. Let's just go get... Let's just go get you know, the, the newest Academy guy from, from Barcelona or something like that, and he's going to make us well. And we've fallen into it too as Newcastle fans because we're so angry that we haven't bought. We haven't bought play, all these other players. I, just, I really wish that somehow English clubs could go back to tr- – I mean, maybe the genie's out of the bottle and there's just no chance – to go back and try to, try, to, tr- try to improve and create and create guys yourselves then constantly feel that you have to go get somebody else's. Or the way Chelsea's done it is they just don't even, they, they're so lazy, they just send everybody out on loan and have everybody else create the player for them. And then, then they bring them back. I mean, am I, am I crazy in thinking this, guys? I think this is kind of what's, what's really hurt football in England. And this is why German clubs, not, not Bayern Munich, but some of the other German clubs, and, and especially Italy, seem like they're thriving because they build from within, whereas they don't just go and grab you know, the, the next hot new name all the time.
0: Yeah, Neil, what do you think about that? Neil must have gone. But like, uh, well, that's the thing. It's I think when it comes to when it comes to you know bringing bringing your bringing the, your own players through, there aren't really that many clubs in the Premier League that do that. I think probably Southampton are probably the one of the, the diff- one of the probably the only ones. Or uh, I was going to say Bournemouth, but Bournemouth are also buy players, a lot of players. So. There isn't really a lot of scope. The only teams that you probably see that through are teams in you know, the championship where they are kind of they're, they're forced to bring their own players through. But I would suspect even in most teams in the championship, a lot of them are from abroad. So I think we're we'll It's it's going to hurt the national team fundamentally. It's you know because if let's say if it's we,
7: ki- it's killing the England national team oh, it's because you me. just don't have you've only you've only got so many guys. The, the majority of players playing in the Premiership are not England. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not from. Not from your own country, you know. So it's really hurt. It's really hurts your English national team, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Well, yeah, I mean, what about like the what about the Monaco way of doing things? I mean, they seem well, to Monaco, sell and they make lots of money, but then then they bring players back through from the youth leagues and they and they just replenish.
0: Yeah, I think I think with Monaco, you've got, you know, they've only got. I think their stadium. I'm sure. If, uh, John might know this. How, how many people can they get in the, the into the stadium, John or, or Neil? If Neil's there, I don't know. I'm here. No, oh, you John, well, Neil, how many? I, I could have sworn it was only well, fifteen to twenty thousand, was it? Or maybe even less than that to get into oh. to actually get to Monaco. That's why they've got to sell all the time, I think. But at least they bring, at least they bring their a lot of their own players through. But they do spend. Most of their money on players from abroad too, I believe.
3: Well,
0: oh,
7: seriously? Okay.
3: Yeah. I was you know, just you
0: guys. I'm just saying. This this
7: is just something that I've been thinking about for a while. Is that like we're complaining that Newcastle doesn't have a left back? Mm. So Newcastle doesn't have a left back in their entire system. Like the under 21s, the left back. If he's not ready at the under 21s to play for the for the for the club, then he shouldn't mm. be at the club. That's like saying in baseball that a, that a triple A pitcher is not ready to pitch in the major leagues, then why are they wasting their time on them? You know what I'm saying I, eventually it's time. you can't think, just yeah. stay at the lower levels forever or i, I don't know but, but it, it seems like we've we've gone into shortcut mode to where makes, okay, we're just going to go buy a left back from another club, and that's how we're going to improve i I just wish there was a way to improve from within
0: yeah I think I, I, he's got he makes a good point there this, neil when where does uh, chris because Every si- I've been, every season
1: I've been, I've been we can't get for, left back for ages because I, well, every other club seems to be able to blood lo- youngsters and bring people through, and I wasn't just never look ready. They just never do, and and they look out their depth. Sometimes. It's quite weird. Um,
7: it but don't they do okay in the U twenty ones? Like, doesn't the U twenty one Newcastle team aren't they playing
1: better and better? Or is it? Or is that just not the same thing? This seems to be. We seem to have played the, the next level, seem to be the ones who are getting loaned out all over the mm-hmm. place. And then are kept yeah. within the structure, they're sent out um, to make them ready in a And, and, and of
7: course, you know, and th- there's no doubt, Neil and, and Andrew, that. Having so many different managers and so many different manager's opinions, and, and you know just because this been like I I'm sorry I don't know what Rafael Benitez is thinking letting Tim Krul go I just oh, don't God. I mean Tim Krul was one of our best players by a large margin you know I mean as a goal. or if, if you're gonna let Tim Krul go then Freddie Woodman better be starting it's time to get him and see what he's gonna do or, or they're gonna lose him for nothing. And I mean, I mean, if he's good enough to play for England, why is he not good enough to play for Newcastle? Yeah, that's with, that's, kinda, that's with, the kind of that's kind of the Tim way I. Tim
0: Crew with Tim Cruel, Chris, the guy three years ago maybe he was okay, but since then he's had a rash of in, he's had a rash of injuries. He's been playing for other teams, not able to get into the other teams. He went Got to you. he went he went to Ajax. You know, he, he's he's not playing. There's a reason why he's not playing. Like he, he, got, he got very... I think the fact that Rafa wanted him out also said his own story. Because if he want He, he sees him every day and if he thinks he's lost it, then you, you, want, you want him off. I think he did him a favour. I think uh, Neil might agree with this, but he did, he did him a favour last season saying, listen, I'll add 12 months to your contract. Go and get fit. Go and play. And let's see. Let's see how good you are. He never played. You know, he, I think he won two. What about two Fred, what about spell. Freddie?
7: What about Freddie Woodman,
0: boys?
7: I mean, I mean, I, I. This is the guy that I've heard is amazing, but yet I'm um, look look. I, I just oh golly. the goalkeeping right now. I'm not saying the guy doesn't make saves, but his his, his distribution is awful. And if we're gonna play this style of soccer, we've got to have better distribution from the keeper. We just have to, and his, that's not his strong suit. And that's why that's why Benitez has been. T- just harping about wanting another goalkeeper. Is Woodman just out of his depth? I mean, I've never seen him. Where the heck is Armstrong? Oh, oh, we don't have a striker. We don't have a striker. Yes, we do. We have a striker that keeps scoring goals everywhere we send him, but yet we won't let him have a chance to score goals for Newcastle. I
0: don't. I, I, I don't, I I don't, think, I don't I think he's ready. I think uh, that's the reason why. I think but he's
7: like twenty. He's like twenty-three or four years old. I mean, when are you going to be ready? Sell him then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I,
7: I'm just getting really frustrated that that there's all these young guys that we've been waiting and waiting on that don't seem like Vukicic is the, is the number one example. Yeah, you know, I mean, when the heck was he ever going to play? You know, it, 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 am I wrong here?
1: Yeah. Well, there's there's lots to be lots going on behind the scenes at our you know at different levels, and I think Rafa spent most of his time trying to put all that right and and. He, he he's had this bigger project idea. I think that's why some of them have been sent off here, there, and everywhere to do various different things. you <coughs> uh, you got to remember, he's, he's 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 trying to put right a hell of a lot of bad mistakes previously. Really,
0: John, what do you think? Because uh, I think I I understand Chris's points. Uh, because the thing is, if if we've got the players, it, you know. The, the only issue is if he's got the players, but he doesn't think they're ready, then he has to do what's good for Newcastle. United and send them out on loan. That that seems to me. I, I think Woodman. He just wants Woodman to play week after week, but the fact that Newcastle changed the goalpost and said, "Listen, we want to, we want him to play. We want we we want you to pay for the privilege." Might 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 hinder him because he won't be playing. He won't be playing. He won't be first choice for Newcastle, John.
4: Well, it's a shame, really. I mean, I'm sure that, like I said earlier, I'm sure it's not going to be a fantastic keeper, I sort of think. But personally, I wouldn't send him away on the run, but to a championship club. Yeah. Right? And let him um, learn his trade, first season, right? See what he does in the championship, right? And if, and if he can do it, right? Then hopefully next season, he could surprise us all, become a number one.
0: Yeah. I think that's the plan. I think, but the thing is, if, if they're going to sign Pepe Reina they obviously realise. They need a leader, and they they just probably just they probably just don't think at the moment that um, Woodman is that leader because that's the problem. I think Newcastle have been crying out for leaders for a long, long time since you know Nolan left and you know the the other players that were in amongst it when we when we went we went up last time. So that's the trouble. It's like there aren't well I can't in that team mm-hmm. people people are looking at uh, Jamal Lasells, but the way things are going, he's not going to start when Lejon comes back. You can't imagine, I, I don't know if he's going to stay in the team.
4: This is it. I mean, um, I mean, with the sales, I mean, um, I, mean I don't think he's going to lead that yet. I mean, he's getting there. I mean, don't get us wrong. I mean, it can be an excellent player, but sometimes he can just go missing, especially for mm. captain. He doesn't talk. He doesn't really lead, right? Mm. And he makes um, a couple of mistakes, but, um, you know, hopefully you'll come and lead in a couple of years' time. But I just don't think he is. Yes, I really don't.
7: I think what, no, guys, I think... the guy that's gonna, the guy that's going to be the leader for the team. And my gosh, if he is, I really think Newcastle is going to start flourishing as Marino. I mean, yeah. you can just already see. Yeah, I think
4: it. So. you can already
7: see so. it. If Shelby, if Shelby can just not screw right. up and go next to, and have him and Marino next to each other, I, I mean, really, the sky's the limit. I can see some terrific things happening. You know, for Newcastle United, if, if Marino, if because you could you could already see him starting to kind of put the pat just, just what he did against West Ham. You could see him really taking over the taking over the match. I like Hayden, but I think Hayden's more of a destroyer. He, he's more of a get stuck in player. Yeah. Whereas, Winter, whereas, uh, whereas Marino. John, what's up?
4: No, I just said, like, you just mentioned Hayden. I mean, like you said, I mean, he says destroyer. He just wins the ball. And he just and he just gives it. That's the sort yeah. of player. I mean, he's a good long player. He really is. He'll come, he'll mature in the Premier League. he definitely mature. But that's his game. Wins the bar, and he just gives it. I mean, Marino it's just a different class. I hope that we signed them up and he started playing, what, 20
0: games before he yeah, could sign him? Yeah, 20
7: them. games, yeah. I think yeah, he's ours. ours.
4: Are we, are we he's, he's, gonna... he's
7: ours. He'll play. He'll have 20 games by. He'll have 20 games by. He'll be on the team <laughs> sheet. <laughs> what, 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 Benitez knew exactly now? what he was doing. Benitez, <laughs> is he'll have him on the team sheet every single, every single game. But you every you like Marino it. will be playing.
0: I think we're going to have to find out, though, Marino. Yes, it's OK. He played well in the 3-0 romp. But that was at home. I think... Sometimes with, with foreign players, you know, to get them playing week in, week out, and especially away from home where the other team are going to press, I think um, it's clear that Vafa doesn't trust Shelby, doesn't trust Mitrovic. So when you look at the fact that who's he going to put in midfield, um, you know, Shelby, you wouldn't think Shelby's going to come straight back in. I think. Um, no. Well, no, 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 he
7: does trust Shelby. Andrew, the only reason why Shelby's not in the freaking field is because the idiot got a red card. Mm -hmm. I mean, Shelby is the one person that has been with Benitez in almost every spot, every stop he's been. Mm -hmm. You know, remember Shelby was with Liverpool with Benitez, too. So I really think that the Shelby-Marino thing is set. If Marino can just play his, you know, do his part, I really think that could be a great partnership. What we need, though, is we need some wing play. Mm -hmm. I really wish Mitrovic would just stop doing stupid stuff. And we all saw it. Yeah.
3: We all yeah.
7: saw it. And I'm like, people were on Twitter saying, you're just saying that, Chris. I'm like, are you freaking blind? He <laughs> should be off the pitch now <laughs> with what he just did. Yeah. I'm like, why? You're up 1-0. You're, you're up 2-0. Why? 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 And, of course, as soon as they saw the video of it, they're like, yeah, you're, you're taking a seat for three but then, games. But
0: then you look at the week that, before when the, when, the, when the players were attacking Newcastle players, nothing was made of it. But it's I know, Richard but he has Keys. a re-
7: Andrew, He has a reputation. He has a reputation. It's kind of like in NFL football when there's a player that's used to interfering with. You know, he gets called for pass interference a lot because you just you you know he's going to do it. I believe so it was Richard Key. Extra careful.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, I think Richard Key because Newcastle played that well in the second half, and Richard Key's tried to because he's as a West Ham fan, he was the one that started the the like. Uh, Neil would know because he's in that area like he was going apoplectic, wasn't he uh, with the well, fact that mean, he was
1: apoplectic. yes he, he <laughs> was going mental on Twitter I mean straight after I mean the fact he's a West Ham fan obviously
7: well, it was, uh, well that's it was true but I mean but we all saw it it doesn't here. matter he still, did, he still did it like I do think that, I think that Harry Kane got away with, with got away with oh, he should have had time. a red card there's no doubt in my mind he got that because he got it because of reputation you know and Mitrovic's reputation is awful so he cannot, but the fact that he did it, I'm always, I, I sat there and watched it. I'm like, he did not just elbow that guy right in the head, did he? Please tell me he didn't. And of course, they saw the replay. And I'm like,
1: mm,
7: I don't know how the ref didn't see that, but I'm real happy that Newcastle's not down a man.
1: He's yeah. <laughs> got to be smart enough to know that his reputation goes before him. He set his own stall in. Yes. In his very first game, I'm going to come in England and clatter a centre-back. He clatters a centre-back and get himself centred off Mm sent off and and he's never seemed to have learned and I I do believe that's probably part of Rafa's frustration it's certainly my frustration with him is when can the man be trusted Mm -hmm. um that said, I mean, I love, I love
7: those. the Stoke, the new Stoke striker guys. I mean, anytime you come on the pitch and score, I don't care how you do it. I don't care if it hits off your whatever part of your body, as long as it goes in the net. I mean, I love you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, a Yosi, a Yosi Perez has seemed to not know where the goal is, you know, over, over the last, I'd say the last year or so. So, I mean, if this guy can, if this guy can play and, and do some things. Then that's what that's what Newcastle needs. I just need someone to put the ball in the I'll back
0: ask of the this, net. Yeah, I'll ask this question to each of you, but I'll start with N- Neil. Do you put do you put Shelby with Marino in that Newcastle start eleven, Neil?
1: First, uh, I think there's, there is an option to sit Hayden in front of the back four and then give Marino and Shelby license to roam in the centre of midfield.
3: Mm.
1: It means a change of style, but we, we need mm. something different. Uh, it's, certainly, to, you know? it's certainly an, an option we've never had, uh, mm-hmm. and I think those two playing in tandem—one on the right, one on the left—with the security of Hayden and his engine behind—I mm-hmm. um, think that that is an interesting proposition for me. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to a true four-three-three, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the way to go.
3: Yeah.
7: Chris, I agree completely. I and mean, the Marinos are number ten. How, we've been wanting the number ten for however long. I mean, you got you can put Marino and you can put Shelby next to each other. Make Hayden be the guy that's right in front of you so you can play the four-three-three. That is exactly what we. That's exactly what needs to happen. I really wish that Newcastle had more uh, attacking, you know, attacking on the wing. I think they're really missing DeAndre Edlin because so, okay, he gives them that, yeah. you know, that down that Ooh. down the wing yeah. attack. But. Uh, they just, uh, I, I think that you don't. You, they definitely need to keep this with how it is. I, I don't quite know the forward pairing though. Obviously, the new Joselu is going to play uh, a Yosie and Joselu. If if a Yosie could just, if he could just start scoring goals, I think everything else he's doing is fantastic. He is running his socks off. He's in. Key. He's he's fighting for the ball. He seems like he's gained so much more strength, where he's not being pushed off the pushed off the ball. He goes back and he helps on defense. I mean, he's really doing everything that Newcastle fans would love him to do, except score. And you can't be a you can't be a striker if you can't score. I mean, and that's unfortunately the, that's unfortunately the case with him. So if, I think if he starts scoring goals, I think everything else will fall into place. Yeah, John.
4: Um, I'll see, um, yeah, like I said, 4 3, three. I think we have to play 4 3, three but I'll definitely give uh, Marino as a number 10, i say why not, I'll play Hayden shelton midfield. right, and I'll give Marino a number 10 rule, see what he does there, as a boxer. Yeah, it's going to be, be,
0: inter- it's going to be interesting, I think, I think with uh, Rafa and his selections, I think we'll find out, because it's it's Swansea, right, on, isn't it the worst, isn't it the worst case scenario, it's like, They've got they've got Sanchez from Bayern Munich, they've got Tammy Abraham who was uh, signed, seen, delivered for Newcastle until that was Kai Uh You you can almost see it already, can't you? Abraham because you know he scored against he scored for Bristol City when they beat us when they came to Newcastle and, and won last season. So you know this is the problem with Newcastle. You know there, there are lots of players that were already p- past the post. You know we're going to be playing them on Sunday and. Uh, you know the main game of Sunday, so it, I'll be obviously be we'll to watch it via HD quality. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how we set up and how the first half an hour, because it's against a team that you know will have a bit, little bit of confidence. But uh, it should be a, a team, it, you know, away from home. You'll take a draw any any day of the week, but just to you know try and strike strike the, uh, take the pressure off a bit. It'd be nice to have two wins back to back in the Premier League.
7: No, absolutely. I mean I I mean it's uh it's it, Swansea is going to have a lot of uh just going ha- they're going to have a lot of enthusiasm based on the transfer window, but all it takes is a couple goals going by for that enthusiasm to disappear. Yeah. I mean and that's so that's I mean Newcastle just needs to go and do a job. They were very good on the road last year and uh I know that was the championship, but mm. as bad as Newcastle was on the road in in the EPL over the last three or four years before last year, if they can somehow rediscover that, and it does fit their way of style of play, you know, which is, I don't know what the heck happening at Huddersfield. It was like, I don't know, uh, Newcastle didn't show up. I mean, that was not the Newcastle United that we're used to seeing. I mean, really, the game probably should have been nil-nil because neither team did anything. The only thing Huddersfield did was that one moment of brilliance that Newcastle allowed them to do. But, uh, so uh, the, the, you know Swansea is this is Swansea and they need yeah. they need to at least go up there and try to get a result.
0: Yeah, be interesting. Actually, I was surprised that we didn't go for their their speedster Montero because he's got a lot of speed. But you've got to hope that uh, you know Rolando Ahrens comes good. Yedlin comes back. So there there are options and plus Lejean, uh, it's, it's due to come back as well. So there could be a few more changes with Newcastle going on. So give me a before I and the show um chris give me a score line for us for sunday
7: i hope it's 1-1 one, one. i hope mm-hmm. they go up there and get a point i i don't think i mean swansea's going to be a tough place to play going to wales uh, i i'd like i'd like it to be i'd like it to be 1-1 one, one. and i'd like i'd like to see murphy guys i mean what the heck Why, all this yeah. talk about how murphy is okay. going to be so amazing and yet i haven't seen him yet mm. uh, newcastle's the only team Besides, who's the other team? Who's the other manager? Was it Chelsea or someone who who has a player that didn't even play? Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal yes. and Newcastle. They go and they get these great players, and they don't like they a, don't uh, yeah. they don't play them. Mm-hmm. What, what, why would you leave them off the team sheet if you just if you if, if they're supposedly? Well, if don't be starting
0: Arsenal. <laughs> we'll be all late. But yeah. Yeah, give me a score. I mean, Arsenal Newcastle it's amazing.
4: give me a scoreline, John. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be one of those games. You can go either way, but I agree with Chris. I say it's going to be one each.
3: Neil,
1: well, I think we might sneak a result, you know, and I don't know why. I've got no logic. Can <laughs> <laughs> <I've got> no <laughs> I quote you on that? <laughs> I think you <he laughs> might <laughs> sneak <laughs> a result, and I don't know why. <laughs> I've got no evidence to suggest anything other than uh, I think we're going to win one now.
0: Okay, Not Interesting.
1: Hey Guys,
7: before criti- we sign off, get I'd get like to say fair play. I'd right. like to say fair play to the guy that wrote the letter to Mike Ashley. It's gone viral. I shared it. I think 30 people retweeted after I shared it, and I'm just here in America. I think it's everything that wanted to be said, and it was done in a respectful manner. Instead of saying, Mike Ashley out and get out of our club and all that dumb Mm -hmm. stuff that people like to sing, this guy respectfully said, sir, if you don't want us, please let us go. It's It's almost like a relationship or something like that. You know, I mean, you know, let, you'll, you'll let you'll <laughs> let let me go. <laughs> he will <won't, laughs> if, if I, you don't want have, if you don't
0: want it, i, I must admit, I've respectfully not listened, I've not read that article because we all know we all know what we want, and it's fair. to as a guy has gone viral, great for him. But the thing is, when it comes to Newcastle, we've, we're reaching the end game of Mike Ashley. I've, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, the, wh- the whispers are coming out, but. We we're definitely in the final throws of Mike Ashley Newcastle United because he wants out, clearly wants out. He doesn't want to, I think he's reached, reached his end of his own uh, issues that he's had with us. You know, you, you don't cut your nose to spite your face if you're if you, if you more or less deciding, well, I've had enough. And he's had enough. So. Yeah, but
7: why not make the team better if you're trying to sell it?
0: I mean, no, I, <laughs> no teams does that, Chris. I've seen a lot of sales gone through, and they all get rid of the get rid of players to 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 balance the books or to shred 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 the team. It always happens okay. uh, over here. I've never really seen. I can't even think of it. A t- most teams have done it. Like I, I think with Newcastle, you know, he wants it. He wants as 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 much uh, on the balance sheet as he can. That, so he's not going to put money into it. He, that's why. It, to me, it was clear as soon as I saw Taggart it wasn't. Who's a third, a third strength team uh, in a place for. He's a third stringer, not coming to Newcastle, because they put this, this, and this in the deal. It was quite obvious that something's happening, which probably is going to delight Newcastle fans. But you, you never know who they're going to sell it to. That's the problem, isn't it? When everything that's that, that we should be involved in, we're not going to be involved in a sale. It's going to be one of them things are the investment company took us over we we need somebody high profile who 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 wants to take the club on and 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 work it the way it should be worked and you give give the tools to the manager that he deserves so i think it's going to be as as we said earlier uh, chris the difference is in seven days we everything could everything could go nuts and we could lose our manager to another club for five million that's the problem Anyway, that's yeah, how we'll leave it tonight's that's show that's on. that's so.
7: almost that's almost that's almost <laughs> depressing to think. Guys.
3: So hopefully, I, I
0: like.
7: it. Yeah. Thanks, 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 Andrew. Appreciate that, dude. Now I'll go on the rest of my week with that. Hey, I like I like Straight Neil. In. I like Neil's. I like Neil's way of thinking. I don't know why. I don't know how. But Newcastle's going to win two to one. <laughs> They're going to get a result. We'll go. We'll go. With, that's with, Neil with, for with, you. From now
0: on, Neil. From now on, Andrew Neil has to sign off on your show. <laughs> okay, let, I'll let Neil sign off the show because let's just see if you can do it. So come on, then Neil. You've been. You've been propositioned. Let's go. Go. On. Yeah.
3: You've
1: got to
0: end the show. Well,
1: end the show. Yeah, go Play on. Till
3: next week. next week. Thanks, Chris.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers as, cheers right. as Thanks, always.
3: God. Let's
7: hope we're talking about happier days. We, we follow a terrific club. We love the club. It's uh, it, it, it's trying times, but we always know the club endures. The club exactly. endures, whether it's going right. to be Rafa Nites, who's the coach, whether it's the owner, who the owner is. The club always endures. It's about the fans, and, and we're all gonna we're gonna you know, I mean, and we're gonna be there. We're gonna be there yeah. regardless, even though the club drives us crazy. So exactly. I'll see you guys next Monday, and hopefully we're talking about a victory.
0: Great stuff. Thanks, Brilliant. Chris. Take care. Thanks, John. Take care, man. Okay, so that's another enthralling episode of Toon Talk with myself and Neil Mitchell, who's in, in Dubai. Great show tonight, Neil, wasn't it? Fantastic.
1: Absolutely good stuff every week.
0: Really good. So let's see who we'll bring next week. Let's see who I've, who I've got underneath. Um, I would love to get Roy Aiken on. It'd be fabulous to have him on. But uh, work your magic. <laughs> 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 Alright, so and thanks for tonight's show for our main guests in Steve wraith and John Richardson. Great great talk on Newcastle United. Rafa Benitez uh, takeover take over talk. Newcastle United's been fabulous. Thanks a lot and we'll catch you next week.